0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod
1: and Karen are hot. You better give me the respect that I deserve, or I'm going to take it by force. Blast you with the Colt 45. make you somersault, shock you with a couple of hundred thousand volts, thunderbolts, before you wanted a war, now you want to talk?
2: hey welcome to the black guy with tips podcast your host rod and karen and uh this is one of those intros you needed to be here live to see yes uh, and uh it was you may want to watch the replay um yeah you yeah. might want to take take some time back click on the link watch the replay go about to the 33 minute mark um and you'll see the first ever appearance cool. of a uh dong on our show so um but uh today is a very special day it's our second day back from vacation it's a it's a Monday night, and I went and said, "Who can I get that would be game to come on the show and talk with us after dark?" And I said, "Oh, wait a minute, we've never had Najay Ajlairee on the actual podcast podcast. Uh, y'all might know her online as Blazing Bitch with a Y. Uh, you might also know uh, her from Twib After Dark and also um, the uh, We Nerd Hard." podcast um where she's the emissary or or some type of Cylon undercover agent we'll who knows you know I'm not judging I'm a
1: sympathizer in the Cylon war I'm going to be the first person that's like hey guys we should hear about <laughs> <laughs> probably not what I should be proud of but it's the truth
2: So, <laughs> yeah um so give her a shot um and uh she's definitely the one you want to know um also check out our store st- vibrant uh sla- vibrant dot vibes.com uh yep. jayla what what are you selling in your store exactly
1: um i sell everything and anything sexual related um my store has over a quarter of a million items
3: God, wow But i
1: mean they also come in different colors and sizes and they count the colors and sizes so that's kind of a lie number but it's It's a buttload. I have a buttload of sex toys, dongs, lingerie. We have transgender (laughs) items, uh, you know, for people who are doing transitioning. If you need a packing penis or if you want like a a boob bumper that you might have seen in uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, I sell those. If you want crossless panties, I got crossless panties. Uh Oh If you want a strap-on, I've got all kinds. I've got the underwear kind the sexy kind, the kind that vibrate. I got them all. <laughs> what's, wow. a, what's a penis bumper? Oh, uh, a packing. I mean, piece.
3: packing, I'm sorry.
1: A packing is because a lot of people know about trans women, like the very sexy Janet Mock. But there's also trans men, um, like Buck Angel or um, any anybody, who's basically a female to man who transitioned from female body to male body. So um, you can have a surgery where they could uh, grow a penis from your own live skin and then attach it. Or uh, a lot of trans men uh, decide that they don't necessarily need that penis, but they do usually have a packer, which there are also packers that you could use so you could pee at a uterine. So Wow.
3: You learn something
2: new every day. You know, and the thing I'm, is, there's nothing, um wrong with that. Uh, I actually. No, it's not. It's just I different. feel like, uh, her having her own store is kind of like her being a woman after our own genitalia. You know, we. Yes. You know, I don't shy away from that, and, uh, I don't think anything's, uh, bad about some sex toys, and especially when you can have different options and colors and shapes and sizes and stuff. I,
1: I have all. Like, right next to me, I probably have like 10 different types within arm's reach.
2: Because I always have them close. And and, and you said you had a buttload, and some of those toys are literally a buttload of toys. Yes. So. yes. Uh, I have a, a squirting anal
0: dong. Sure. Oh, my. He's being called disgusting. Oh, wait, hold oh on. My. I have an uh, article that is playing here. And uh, beach in oh my. we're not ready not
2: for once. that Stop news. Okay? Oh, my.
3: What,
4: There's enough of you.
3: One thing that I I wanted to, because this is the first time I've ever talked to you live, one thing I wanted to say about you is that I completely applaud you for embracing and loving your sexuality. Um because very, very few women love their sexuality and are willing to talk open about their sexuality like no whole bars and willing Now to- how
2: did you find out she was willing to talk about it so
3: much?
1: Oh I listen. I, I listened
3: to it's all the, all the shows you like described. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: I follow her on Twitter, too. So, yes, I pay attention.
2: Yeah. Also, um, I was just trying to plug my medium talk. Well, I talked in the Jayla and we talked about a bunch of stuff. And that's the only medium talk that we ended. And then I had to put like 10 more minutes on there because we talked about Superman. Uh, we talked about Man of Steel, the movie. Yeah, um, I
1: get like. I have like small bouts of nerd rage where I have to check myself sometimes because I get very emotional about things that don't really matter.
2: Mm. Well, that's life in general, right? We're all going to die.
1: Pretty
2: much. Um, (laughs) The last
1: nerd rage I had was about Mark Millar, who I just decided is terrible. Mm. I'm just done with him.
2: Is it because of Days of Future Past, uh, the X-Men story? or
1: You know... I was actually one of the few people that was like, hey, hear him out. Like, it was kind of interesting. And then, like, I kind of think that Millar, when he has something that's already established, that's where he's the best. Because his, like, completely original stuff is just terrible.
2: Mm, mm, I can understand, man.
1: And I was somebody who used to really, I really thought Wanted was good. And then I reread it, like, you know, as an adult. And I was like, this is, this is shite. Oh, some of you gotta leave some of that stuff
2: in the toy box man like that's the worst when you you think you love something like i felt that way about nightfall the dark knight comic book where bane uh breaks batman's back i was like oh my god i remember how epic that was i remember reading like literally waiting for the next issue to come out to be like oh my god what is bane gonna do and then i went and got that graphic novel and started reading it and said this is the most ridiculous shit of all time uh I was like, yeah. "This is crazy." So,
1: there was a part of me that like I like that Bane story because you had like this super strong, super smart Latino that was just better than Batman. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what the problem I, with Bane? Uh, mm-hmm. accidental, like,
2: <laughs> yeah. The problem I had with Bane was that um in order for him to beat Batman. They had to break him. They had to, he had to break Batman down by like freeing all the prisoners from Arkham Asylum. Uh, like having Batman, uh, Batman was sick. He had the flu. And, and then <laughs> he, he, he stops all the cr- criminals in Gotham, gets them all back locked up. And then Bane shows up when Batman's basically on his deathbed and breaks his back. And I was like, mm, that's not badass at all. Like that. Like I, I thought I in my mind as a like I think before reading this in my mind I thought that Bang just like showed up and was like What's going on, Batman? I'm going to whoop your ass real quick. Let's go, bro, and teach you a lesson
1: and um, start talking
2: to him in Spanish. Yeah, at no point was he really <laughs> ever better than Batman.
1: Not really. No. Well, first of all, he found Batman because apparently he's the first guy to ever think, Hey, why don't I just follow him home? Right. Isn't he thought of this before. <laughs> yeah. Nobody like, oh, well, let's just drive behind him slowly
2: oh. seriously no one ever okay. oh man I used to think he was such a badass and then after the, and that's the reason that every time he shows up in any form after that Batman beats him up in five minutes because he's so he's such a like just well, a MacGuffin like just cut the wires to the back of his neck and then he's a biatch again and you can beat him up so,
5: yeah
1: no,
2: I'm not a fan um but anyway let's not talk about
1: that he was kind of cool in
2: the games Yeah. <laughs> Although really nice S and M, you know, style suit, you know, he looks kind of like I a gimp. Think
1: it was S and think that was more like lucha libre.
2: <laughs> he looks like a gimp. Oh, <laughs> he got that. He got all that black <laughs> he can't leather on
1: have zipper <laughs> or a ball gag.
2: Yeah, he, like if you put zippers on his eye slots and mouth, come. Oh come yeah, on. he'd
1: be a gimp. But mm. that's like the difference between like a luchador and uh, a gimp it's a very small
3: bdsm ain't it yeah hopefully I, hope I got it, the little you know right this it time I think oh, it's, yeah, BDSM, that's it. okay i think it's
2: the chemical strap things that he uses that make me think like oh. you know what if those would just chains, oh we have a, a whole nother party with a gag in his mouth i mean he's ready to get down what's the I safe word
1: um a bdsm ball where everybody was like comic character themed mm. and i went there expecting there to be like 25 banes because he's like pretty much there yeah not one Bane what not hmm. one Bane huh. uh, I was like because I mean it was like comic book theme but it wasn't for people actually like read comic books oh uh, okay so you had like Wonder Woman which is you know oh that's a stretch I yeah. Wonder Woman
2: I'm she, sure I'm sure the safe word for Bane would be Venom since that's chemical <laughs> Ah. Um. so I
1: did see uh, BDSM Spider-Man and that made my lady parts quiver. So
2: that-, <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> then you premature ejaculate that webbing on your face now you got that for hours you know it takes a while for that to decompose yes but like, ooh, i want to get stuck
3: all in that webbing right web me up buddy yeah he's like uh,
1: web, yeah, it's, it's right
3: web you into the wall i know what what does this button do <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> not in
1: the eyes no not in the hell
2: yeah can't be like Actually, get it out of my hair
1: when you get it up your nose and in your eye
2: oh yeah yeah, well, Karen's not a fan of anything on the face, mm-hmm. but this is the Blackout Tips Podcast, and of course, <laughs> you can find this show a bunch of places, the easiest way to go to com. You can also find us on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, uh, you know, one of the top uh 50 or so comedy shows on Stitcher, one of the most shared uh obviously normally number one on podomatic uh we don't really talk about it much anymore but it's gonna be a problem. it's gonna be a thing we talk about today um and also uh you know we we're up there on itunes leave us five star reviews it helps the show out we appreciate everybody that does that and if you leave us a five star review we will read it we will read it on the air that's how we do guys um also we are sponsored today we're sponsored by TweetAudio.com. Go there, get 33% off of headphones, and they come with a lifetime guarantee. Think about that, guys. There's nothing really in this life that's guaranteed for a lifetime. I mean, not even marriage these days is guaranteed for a lifetime, but you mm-hmm. know what is? What? Headphones. Yes, they are. If Karen stops cooking, I can't just send her back. And say, can you send me a new wife?
3: That's not how that works. I ah, clear it ain't how it works. But and if you don't have me so long, I'm past the return policy time. Like, mm, we can't even give you a refund or a store credit, son. But with a lifetime
2: warranty at tweakedaudio.com, you're able to just go. My headphones don't work on one side. Can I please get another pair? And they say, no problem, dog. No, we got you. So make sure you guys do that. Put in the code TBGWT and you get thirty-three uh, percent off of your order. So that's also cool. Um, also, we have a very sexy sponsor. Um, let me see if I can find some sexy music real quick, so I can read my sexy copy. I
3: like this jam right here.
2: Yeah, this is Larry's song, man. Uh,
6: yeah, <laughs> song.
2: All right, <clears throat> fellas and ladies and transgenders and homosexuals and. Questioning. And you don't know what you are. Mm-hmm. That's questioning. Oh, my bad. Um, and anything else
3: between heteronormative and yeah. not heteronormative. Any, any anything and anything new that we don't even know that exists yet. New
2: shit that does no. not exist yet. No. You we, might be the only one. Are you looking to spice things up in your bedroom? I hope you are. You should be. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time off. I mean, only. You get 50% off of just about any item, plus, uh, because that's just an insult, just 50% off. You also get free shipping, just like you get at tweakedaudio.com. Get you some headphones, get you this uh, deal from Adam and Eve, and then plug your headphones in, and nobody can hear you listening to your porn think about it guys yeah
3: just because don't get too loud if you walls kind of thin but hey if, if you if you got a house and you're not attached to anybody go for the ride so in addition to
2: that free shipping you also get three free adult dvds plus a free extra gift that is so sensual i can't even tell you what it is on the radio get your free shipping all that so all you're paying is half or whatever you wanted to pay and then a bunch of free shit adamandeve.com just put in the code tbgwt when you go check out and that's how you get the free shit TBGWT is how you get free shit. That's how you do it. So make sure you guys check that out. All right. We have podcast things to talk about. Yes, we do, sir. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. The unofficial sport. Is bullet ball. The bullet ball extreme. mm mm-hmm. uh, We did another... Um, I did another trailer for one of our spinoff shows.
3: Woohoo!
2: Uh, I talked to Lisa Dean, who is a um, writer animator actress um, voice actor um just a woman of all t- kinds of talents um and she created chilltown uh t v which is a online series um and we talked about a bunch of interesting stuff she's um she like she she actually had a palette picked up by b t for mm-hmm. chilltown t v at one point uh she's worked with Eric andre we talked a long time about those swim cartoons that we like um she's just a fascinated woman um also like uh you know because it's medium talk i got to ask the questions that are a little uncomfortable like i these are questions that i go if i was talking to you at a bar i might not ask this but we're on medium talk people are listening let's ask i got to talk to her about the fact that a lot of people look at her and they don't know that she's black the uh-huh. jayla can kind of identify with this a lot of people look at her they don't know she's
1: asian Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I, I think everybody knows I'm black.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, but, you know, when they be bumping that Asian girl around you, they be like, why is your eyebrow like that?
1: It's actually very weird. Sometimes people will say really slick ass shit about Asians. And then I have to be like, well, excuse me. I'm an Asian person.
3: <laughs> right. right. And they look at and, you going.
1: Well, like, it's weird because, like, people will look me in the face and be like, yeah, but you don't count. And I was
2: like, oh, okay. Right. Yep. It's <laughs> like, but you still get stopped and frisked. So, uh, we're not going to count that for you. But, um, I talked to her about the fact that, you know, people on first glance will look at her and try to guess her, you know, her ethnic background and they think maybe she's Italian or something. She's black. And if you watch Chilltown TV, it's black as shit. So I oh, was yeah. like, does that ever come up? And so we talked about it. But let me play uh, clips from the show. I think it's about three minutes and 45 seconds. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Medium Talk. It's Lisa Dean, uh, who is the, now, if I'm correct, creator and writer, and does some of the voice work um, and animator for uh, Chill Town TV. I'm
5: primarily a writer. Um, I sold a couple of series to a couple of networks, to Hollywood production companies, places like that, and I never had anything get on the air, so I became very frustrated, Um, I felt that I was just spinning my wheels career-wise. And so um, I decided probably, it was probably an insane move on my part, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I decided, "Mm, let me just teach myself how to animate and, and do my shows. I'm treated mostly, most people that I'm white but quote exotic looking
6: Ah, mm, one of those,
5: <laughs> one of those
2: yeah, she's uh, olive skin if you know what I mean
5: kind of exotic looking
2: <laughs> yeah, she could pass
5: my entire life people say hmm, where are you from and I'm like well I grew up in the Bronx no I mean where are your parents from <laughs> you know, it's always one of that kind of thing. do you
2: ever get checked on that Like, do people ever like get off on their oh, own foot sure. about it because it seems like something people would
5: Oh, def- Oh, absolutely, for sure. Um, I did a screening um, in December, and um, and I came up there, and this this lady said, "Well, what what makes you feel that you can talk about the?" Qu-? She said, "The quote demographic." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I, I was like, you know, I just didn't even want to get get into, like, a whole kind of thing with her in public, you know, I wow. have to justify who I am, you Yeah, because,
2: one, how do you do it to, you know, like, how do I justify my right to discuss something uh, right. that is creative and c- comedic, you know what I mean? That's my choice. Right. And then, two, if I do dignify you with a the response, then it kind of, like, puts me down, like, I'm... Like, I'm having to, uh, like, you're on a higher level than me, and I have to explain my way into your status. Like, fuck you.
5: did an interview. I'm not going to mention what show it is. I did an interview for, for a, a podcast, and the guy, the first thing the guy said to me is, Wow, you don't sound anything like Lele. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Yo, I'm not Lele. That's like a character. Right.
2: yeah well you know like i said when i saw your picture i was like this lady has picked to do something so black and i like i said i mean it complimentary like black i love blackness you know what i mean so it was just like this is so black i gotta ask her what do people treat her like because I feel like, you know, appearance wise, they're going to be like, prove your blackness.
5: I mean, there's tons of open mics and I, I know, I mean, I, I mainly work with comedians, but and I've been to a million of those things, but it's tough. You know, if you fail, it's, it's, I mean, you see it immediately. It's, it's, a, hard <laughs> <thing to take. laughs> it's a hard thing to say. What about,
2: uh, well, what about like YouTube comments and stuff? Is it, can it be any worse than that?
5: Uh, well, it's in person. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's worse than that. I mean, YouTube comments don't bother me that much. I've I've gotten a couple of trolls, and you know, I've been lucky. I haven't gotten that many, but I have gotten them. They don't bother me that
2: much. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like uh, <laughs> having a show with so many black characters, uh, and knowing YouTube that the response would just be nigger, 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 <laughs> nigger, because you know that's what they do all right so that was like a couple things that we talked about i still didn't get to put aqua teen stuff in there and uh we talked about her dating life too because she does lily's ratchet leyle's ratchet dating advice and i asked how much of that comes from your personal life and surprisingly uh, a lot mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's like dudes out here are fucking up but um it was That's cool lucky to be married
1: because dating is terrible
2: yeah i you know i do say we're lucky all the time um and i I also think i'd be terrible at dating because there's just so many rules and people are so different yeah and
3: and i'm too nice gave up say that again
1: bang the interesting people
2: you don't find any interesting you say
1: no i'm gonna just bang the interesting people and give up on dating
2: Ah, well you know you got to do what you got to do man i don't i don't know how people would do it man i like i i just think because like Every time I'm on Twitter, I always see these people talking about dating all the time. You know, it's like I follow a lot of single people and all this stuff. And I'll, every time I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait, that that's a problem? You know, it's like, well, he used a Groupon on the first date. She broke up with him. I'm like, oh, OK, I guess that makes sense. I mean, his Groupon on first date, maybe it's tacky. I, I I agree with you. And then later, everybody's like, no, Groupon is fine. That lady was a bitch. I'm like, what? I didn't know. I thought this was the thing that.
1: Yeah, I'm happy if somebody takes me out on my first date. My last boyfriend that I was with for like more than a year, our first date was he was lost while driving. And he met me at the Burger King parking lot by my apartment. We walked back to my apartment. We watched Netflix. um, And then we got so bored, we screwed.
2: And he just never left. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a living boyfriend at this point or what? Well, he
1: wasn't living with me, but like we, we just never, he just was like, you're my girlfriend Like literally he rolled off me like you're my girlfriend now.
2: That is, by the way, that's as simple as I am, uh, which is another reason I'm not, lo- I would not be able to date because whenever you do that shit, I, like I said on Twitter, I see stuff like wh- what? People can't just have casual sex with no attachments. And I'm like, I can't.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I think, I mean, I don't think it's like a moral thing, but I just think there's people who just genuinely won't enjoy sex as much unless there's an emotional bond.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not
1: one of those people, thank the Lord, but, uh. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: But you know, it's like everyone's so opinionated that you start feeling like, well, maybe the way I'm doing it is wrong. And I'm sure the opposite happens too, where people are like, you know, nothing wrong with a casual relationship. I mean, I can't have a friend with benefits and then people are like, You're a whore. You need so I'm sure. I mean, you know people,
1: what's funny? Doing After Dark with Elon has been so like Usually, I feel like I'm the nice person. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me and Feminista will start talking about sex, and Elon is just in the corner, broken. <laughs> like, yeah like, where are your hearts?
2: In his own weird way, he is extremely sexually conservative. But he's so <laughs> liberal in general. And it's like he can't take himself out of the room. <laughs> so I, I love listening just to hear that dynamic of him. Oh, my. Just, oh, dear. I think
1: we need it because, like, for me, like, like, Fabrice, she's, like, in the world, and, like, she could be a normal person. And then, like, me, I've just been so out of it for so long that mm-hmm. my gauge of what's normal is just completely out of whack. So I start saying stuff, and then jaws start dropping, and I'm just like, what?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't everybody do this? Yeah, I was looking at you in the chat just now talking about deep-throating and stuff, and I was, like, <laughs> swallowing golf balls when you were a kid.
3: Yeah, she would give them tips. tips. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just found a golf ball, and I... Put it in my mouth because I have an oral fixation. And um, my mom tried to get it out really quick, and I just swallowed it. And then she just held me upside down, and it fell back out. But I never gagged throughout the entire thing. So I was just shoving
5: things in my
2: mouth. Oh, huh. huh. well, some people have the gift and you find out earliest. Probably <laughs> like the first time Superman like fell off of something and didn't get hurt, you know?
3: Yeah, I yeah, I know. I have a gag reflex and it's not bad, but it's one of the things I was like, mm mm that 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 wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know,
1: a lot of people have like a very strong gag fetish.
2: So, oh yeah. Mm mm-hmm. yeah. Gag factor. I remember those videos,
3: of course. Um there's also ghetto gaggers which I'm. Really I, I, I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't do that but i'm not even gonna lie it's it's you know it's nothing like a good gag when you when, when when you're sucking a good dick you know it is it, it's, it's a turn on to an extent no no, guys, no guys, throwing, throwing fake up fake. no throwing up or nothing like that but
1: like i will not fake an orgasm but i'll fake the gag mm-hmm. just make the guy feel good about himself like oh your penis is so big i can't even handle it
2: that is uh that's what uh one of my favorite porn stars uh carmen what's her last name hayes carmen hayes does she does the fake gag thing and i know it's fake because sometimes it's a dude with a little dick and she's still going to, i know like oh, okay. oh
3: no that's that's not real
2: mm-hmm. and i'm like good for him you know he gets to feel you good know,
1: sometimes i had uh you know my first college boyfriend he was uh minimally um packaged mm-hmm. and you know just make him feel good which is very weird because you know he was like a thin uh, Korean guy, and he wanted to, you know, bang me and tell me to, to tell him how much I loved his big black cock. And oh. I just do it, cause I'm a giver. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? In the bedroom, you
2: can't have all these fucking judgments. Like, I'm not trying to be, but so politically correct in the bedroom. As long as you're not hurting my feelings, have at it, man. True. You know? I, and they, every, to each their own. There's some yeah, people that I- can't deal with that stuff, and I get it but you know have a talk beforehand whatever work it out between yourselves you better but there's really nothing you can say in the bedroom that is consensual that i have an issue with
3: me either i don't care what you stick up where, well, what you do with yeah. where well, what licks what what touches what right mm. you can be racist. what, what comes off what falls it, off Mm-mm.
1: i don't really like race play and i don't do a lot of uh like body fetish like i don't have a problem with certain fetishes But when, if you have a fat fetish Mm -hmm. and I kind of feel like you being with me, I'm not me. I'm like a part of your fetish the way, you know, I like pegging dudes. So I don't want to be treated like a strap on, which is just Mm -hmm. part of the fetish. I want to be a person at all times. Because for me, even when I'm performing, there's always something I say to myself it's sexual subject, not sexual object. Mm-hmm. And I very much want to be a person.
2: Yeah, that's very, um, that's like a young woman's problem. And uh, I, I can relate to it. You know, like I think everybody should want to have the best possible experience they can sexually. Um, and you definitely don't want people crossing the lines. That's but true. I always feel like that's a problem. Like it's kind of like um, when, when, when you talk to young women and they'll be like, you know what I'm sick of. Guys coming up to me in the club and they think, Oh, here's a drink. Now I can talk to you. Get the fuck out of my face. And I'm like, All right. All right. I'll feel you. Let's come back when you're 40 and you know, let's see, <laughs> see how, how you to, feel. Let's see how you feel I, about a dude coming I, up with a drink. A
1: mandingo party.
2: oh mandingo party. I've heard it of, wait, I've, one. I've seen them.
3: I've never all been we to have one. Have- I have. Oh, okay. I don't think yeah. I porn is probably the closest I got to. My
2: porn research is extensive for this show, guys. Oh, I'm I, like Fandango. Um, no, not Fandango. God damn it. Mandingo! <laughs> it's not fandango. You're not going to the movie. <laughs> oh sorry. You might can buy a ticket to a Fandango party, but it's not fandango. My bad. <laughs> oh, fandango.
1: Uh, I know a few guys who are like they're like super politically active, you know, brother man this and that. And then they go to van parties and get used by, you know, rich white women. And I kind of always give them the side eye, but they're like, Oh, I have issues of working out. And I'm like, really? I don't, you're you know what?
2: I don't, issues? I don't judge their kink, dog. That's what the fuck they into. It ain't for me, but, uh, go do your shit, man. If you want to be called nigger a bunch of times while you're having sex, that's on you, man. I'm not into it.
1: Me either.
3: Uh, well, uh
2: but that's on
1: you. Parties, usually it's it's kind of like an offshoot of the cuckold movement. Mm-hmm. So white men will take their wives to these parties to watch black men have sex with them.
2: Yep. I've seen them. And then the other thing they do too, that, um, is really like kind of, kind of crazy. Like, um, they like have an online mm-hmm. community and stuff and you can sign up for this and they have message boards and all this. One of my friends had a friend who found out her man was cheating on her. Because she found out he was going on these websites and signing up to go on these road trips and have sex with these women. Like, that was how she found out. Like, not only am I cheating on you, I'm a Mandingo.
1: Yeah. I had a weird experience where this guy that I just started dating, I found out that he did Mandingo parties, which was weird to me because he was Indian. Hmm. And I was like, it doesn't really count. But was I it think- Calpin? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, okay. You know, I'm just so upset and sad <laughs> about Calvin. I don't know if you guys saw my Twitter. Meltdown I, uh, it
2: was I, me and you talking about it. The,
1: the, <laughs> I just felt so betrayed by Calvin. I sat through the rise of Taj for mm-hmm. that man. Um, I sat through uh, the Superman movie that nobody speaks of. Mm. I saw that in the movie theater and he was barely in that piece of crap. Mm. I've sat through so much terrible things for Cal Penn because I wanted to, him to do things to me. All kinds of things. Maybe some butt sex things. Mm-hmm. And this is how he repays me? Yeah. Ew.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All hey, makes me
1: pissed off is, like, a lot of my Asian American friends were like, oh my god, Jayla, you can't call him a racist. And I'm like, why? He likes a racist policy. And then the Feds liking a racist policy with a bunch of racism. Mm-hmm. That's some racist stuff, so I could call you out on quacking and having feathers and the little webbed feet, but I can't call you a duck. Yeah.
3: Yeah, who is Cal Penn? That's the question I got. He's uh from Harold and Kumar. Kumar from He's Harold and Kumar to
1: White Castle. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. And
1: I, I was I was very into him. That was like my last the you only know, that's like girl like, schoolgirl crush, Mm -hmm. like, I was in college, and we saw Harold and Kubar go to White Castle, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna marry him. And now I can't marry him, because he'd just be, you know, hiding his wallet from me, and... (laughs) (laughs) across the street when I come.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Now, I also, Karen and I, we do race play sometimes, like, I'll sell Karen to act white, and, like, while we're having sex, and I'll be like, say your credit score and you know stuff like that like you know tell me about the latest sale at old navy and you know
1: (laughs) i actually
3: know
2: that it can get pretty hot guys i mean
1: old navy
3: see when <laughs> when uh sweater vests you go on sale sell, mm. two for two for 1995 yes oh
2: don't talk like that girl it's too hot Woo! we gotta move they
3: had them scars to be on sale the teenagers be be titty bopping in them commercials that don't make no goddamn sense
2: oh we gonna have to stop the podcast and keep going Let, look that's what i'm talking we about. have stuff to talk yeah, about here nothing
3: like a credit score of 800 oh Woo!
2: jesus christ oh don't don't about
3: turn you <laughs> on <laughs> right go uh, buy shit now
2: <laughs> um but we also um have something serious to talk about the jailer i'm almost sorry you have to be here for this but it's serious and needs to be taken care of uh, we were on vacation and uh you know like anybody that monitors their brand you know and i assume most of us do um i was perusing twitter you know searching for uh the black guy who tips and i come upon a tweet that was saying Something like um, uh, some show Luke's dog in the morning is is the greatest, and the black guy with tips sucks dick, and I don't know why they're rated number one, and this show is rated thirty three or something. I was, it was from an account called Fake Luke Dog or some shit, and I was like, okay, that is interesting. Um, and it looked like the tweet was kind of old, and we're number one all the time. I never really check. I don't really care. I just say we're number one because we pretty much, if I say it on any given day, chances are. Chances are more than good that we are, right? So I went, looked, we were number one. I took a picture, and, uh, of a screen cap on my phone, and I just sent it to that account, and just <laughs> let them know, hey. I would do. Yeah, we're number one. Um.
1: And jazzle like a, a picture of a penis, and send that to them. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: um, the, then, uh, the account starts talking some more shit, or whatever and i sent him a few tweets and there was something to the effect of like look man work on your own show don't try to fucking talk shit to me like you you got your own thing you you know the rankings don't really mean that much to people um it's just you know like you you shouldn't be shitting on somebody because you and you don't you don't even know and, uh, harassing them online, you know, in the name of this, this radio show. Like, that's not gonna help anybody. You know, we work with tons of people. We have all kinds of podcasters on, podcasters on our shows. Um, we're not afraid to talk to anyone. And, you know, it's kind of bullshit that you just kind of picked us out for being good at what we do, uh, to talk shit about, right? Well, um, it's
1: the internet and people are crazy. I got death threats from men who claim to be completely straight. Because I did an interview with a porn actor, mm-hmm. and one guy didn't like the interview, and then the porn actor decided to call me all kinds of a bitch and whatever, and I got death threats for like two years. Whoa, from his fans.
2: Whoa, it was like you cannot talk about Wesley Pipes like this. It was actually
1: not Wesley Pipes. We, uh, it was Kenny Styles. I might as well just say it. Okay. Uh, even though he he sent me an apology. Uh, since you know, I guess it wasn't really his fault. Mm-hmm. It was his fans or whatever. But uh, yeah, the, the internet is is kind of real. That blog beef, yes, beef, and all content. of his all of his
2: traceable. All of the shit leads somewhere. All of this shit talking that people do, they think they're being anonymous. You're not fucking anonymous. Say stuff that you want to stand behind because you never know when the fuck you're gonna have to stand behind it. So these frat boys. Apparently, were calling us out months ago. I didn't know because I don't give a fuck. I literally was just like, "This is all news to me." um But apparently, they talked shit about us a long time ago. And you know, I I go to bed. I don't worry about the shit anymore. I told uh, the fake account. I said, "I'm going to block you now for your own protection because I don't want to start ranting about y'all. and I don't want you in my mentions, and I don't want people jumping in this because on Twitter, a lot of times when they mm-hmm. see someone talking shit about someone else." if they happen to be a fan of the podcast or they like the way you tweet, all of a sudden they are jumping in and they're going into, you know, all kinds of drama and shit. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, so I'm blocking you. So I don't even have to worry
5: about
1: that. Like, I would love if just like once somebody tweets something mean to me and like Just, like, an army of internet citizens (laughs) just decide to cap for Najayla. Because nobody caps for Najela. I just want it once.
2: You know, I worry about it because someone always goes too far, and they take it to a line I wouldn't be comfortable with. That's true. So I have to be like, look, I'm going to stop it now. Because the other thing, too, is I won't apologize for someone else going in on your ass. So... Um, let me just tell you, I'm stopping it now. Now, if somebody else would have jumped in and been like, Hey, y'all are some assholes. Fuck you. I'm going to kill you all. I would have been like, well, that's fucked up. And I wouldn't have said shit because they ain't got shit to do with me. But for the record, I was like, I'm, I'm tapping out of this. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. Um, so the next morning, I wake up. I'm still on vacation. Okay. This is my week off jail. We are chilling in Charleston. This is not, Rod wants to start some shit. This is not going to help our show at all. It's not going to get us any more downloads. These dudes are so next to nothing when it comes to like having listeners and shit. It, they can't help us. Even if I wanted them to, they cannot actually make our show any more popular than it is. Right. So I, and I actually was like, I'm not even going to talk about, I wasn't even going to talk about this shit on the fucking show. Mm Um, yeah, that's what
3: I thought. Because I, I didn't even like, want to give them
2: I don't even want people to be like, let me go look up these assholes and, and and talk about it, right? I was like, let me just leave the shit alone, whatever. So the next morning they send me their latest episode, like, hey, we talked about you and you need to listen. Isn't the
1: saddest thing ever?
2: It is the saddest thing ever.
1: I had another person who decided that they hated me and they're sending me stuff like that, and I was like, dude, I don't know who you are, and I don't care. But right. here's some pictures of old guys doing it. Please stop contacting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is from their real account now. So I'm like, okay, I guess the fake account was just a, some type of cover for the real account. Cause you guys obviously agree with these motherfuckers. And that's why y'all in my timeline this morning. Whereas if I had a fan do some shit like this, um, on my behalf, they were dissing some show. I'd be like, Hey man, that's not us. And I don't agree with that shit. So. Um, just let you know we have no issues with you, and I walk the fuck away because that's what adults do. But uh these college oh, boy yeah, frat pictures
1: of penises,
2: mm-hmm. awesome. or or send people <laughs> pictures of penises, right? Um, but these dudes are some real dude bro frat guys or whatever. So I would not listen to their show. Um, the first fifteen excruciating minutes are about Snoop Dogg becoming Snoop Lion or something, some shit that happened months ago, but they just found out about. Um, it's also a lot of patting each other on the back for uh saying nigger 27 times when they talked about riley cooper the week before um and then they finally get to us and i'm like thank god because uh you know luckily the shows only 30 minutes so i don't have to listen to this for long um so i actually took a clip clips from the show and we're gonna listen to it so uh i'm sorry for everybody (laughs) sorry for your ears but uh i would like y'all to hear the shit they said about us so let me play it for you
5: Ah, is that where Joe
4: rule (laughs) <laughs> J- a- H, right? J- I-, I
2: gave them, like, 15 seconds of banter before they start on us, just so you guys can hear what the show.
1: Are you talking about Ja Rule in 2013?
4: In 2013, guys. A-H, yeah, yes, yes. yes yeah. Uh, I'm just being an idiot. Where would I be without you? Remember that song? Yeah. Hey, I'm just coming to that tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I <don't> think about it. <laughs> can we
3: so. come into Jaw tomorrow? Yeah,
2: we're coming to Ja. <laughs> 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 Turn it up a little bit. Turn it up, you said? Mm-hmm um could people not hear it let me see yeah
3: okay, i see somebody chat room dice this is really close out- say that again
1: this is like the like they have the dude bro douche dick accent
2: right they are even trying to imitate radio which is exactly why we started our podcast because i fucking hate radio it's I do terrible it never sounds terrible. like a conversation and it's just a bunch of people doing fake <laughs> yeah buddy you got it come on come on. we'll be right back rod and karen
1: in the morning come on like
5: it's
2: the
1: fun? when I was in college, um, I, I have a journalism degree, and I did um, like radio news. One of the things they tell you is don't try to talk like a morning radio person because nobody likes it. Right. Well,
2: these guys did not learn that lesson. Let me play some more
6: today was Ja. Yeah, come that song. I know you're tired of being lonely. Alright, so let me do this, cause I know somebody else who's tired of being lonely, and that's the black, black to guy who tips. Yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta throw this.
2: Dude talked right over his friend's punchline. That was terrible, but. You know. Why
6: would you be lonely? You're married
1: with a, a wife who is a lady that you, you know, smash the uglies with.
2: Well, it, you know what? It's lonely at the top. You know, no matter what, you just. When you're at the top looking down, I mean, heavy as the head that wears a crown, apparently. Have,
1: have they, like, not listened to the show and they're just...
2: <laughs> they have... Oh, you'll see. Yeah. Now here,
6: folks, we're in a Twitter war and that's the topic of...
2: Twitter war. Uh, uh, I sent them four tweets. Not even them. A fake account. And I didn't even say shit about that their show. blocked. Right, that I blocked. But it's a Twitter war,
1: y'all. Here we
6: go. ...today's show. And the funny thing is, is that we really don't even have to say much because somebody else has said it for us. So... Here's a little backstory, just to give you what's going on. We have a fake Twitter account that we didn't know who ran it until we, by process of elimination, figured it out and <laughs> called the person out on it. Do we and know now? We do know we now. Do. His name we is do? Puma. Okay. His name's Puma. It's Puma, and we're, that's a all man we're going man Puma. <laughs> we're not going to say his real name. If you know us and you, you've been around us for long enough, his name's Puma, and you know exactly who we're talking about. So it's not on his
4: birth certificate. No. He's no, not a, it's not a it's, natural Puma.
6: Okay. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> a, it's natural a guy Puma. that we know who's much younger than us, but not by far, and we, he, he was somebody that we coached. That's like a creepy distance apart. Yeah. We coached him growing up. Coach Reed, we call him all the time. Okay. We always yeah, talk yeah. about how we got into okay. coaching together. He was one of our first players, and Puma loves our show. We so he's to, like our street
4: team. He is, he is basically our street team. Ooh, I like and that. dude goes to <laughs> I didn't know uh, we had a street team. dude. dude
6: Dude goes to Christopher Newport, and his friends there support us. They, they listen. They want T-shirts. They're awesome. And I want to make sure that they get their due diligence because they've, they, they need their credit. They listen every single show. They, they are
4: why we punch. talk about punching the back wall. Absolutely. They <laughs> are <laughs> why we talk about shitting in buckets or lucha peeing
6: in buckets, whatever the fuck you <laughs> would do. Peeing in bottles. Yes. They literally <laughs> get home from classes, they told me, and turn on Call of Duty, turn down the volume, turn up the lucha dog in the morning for the day. So, we are just super pumped and, and pleased to have them on board.
2: What sad, sad children they must be.
1: Oh, just the Call of Duty. It's like, these are the reason why I used to never be on Xbox Live. Right. These people.
2: <laughs> They're clearly playing Call of Duty. Nigger, faggot, faggot, nigger, nigger, scunt. Like, yeah, okay, buddy. All right. Have a good one.
1: Just but the hearing the, that voice, it, I kind of expect to be told to make somebody a sandwich. <laughs>
6: right, I'm going to start a fake Twitter account for us. It's fake L-I-T-M underscore T-T-R. I retweeted it the other day. I know you did. It was great. And I think that's what started this. <laughs> so I don't know a lot about Twitter. So Coach Reed's going to check me if I say anything wrong, but I'm going to give you the layman's terms of what just happened. There's a fake Twitter account that we figured out is our buddy Puma. Puma listened to our show like two months ago, three, four months ago, about – does anybody remember the time we talked about the Black Guy Who Tips podcast?
4: We're going to be sending this back to Patrice. Patrice, uh, what well, are you doing today? It was the worst fucking it, it was podcast awful. in the in history. The-
2: <laughs> so they have actually uh, talked about us before months ago. Mm-hmm. We didn't um, even know. We didn't know and did not care. Nobody this told us.
1: Had, this, <laughs> is, this is like when in high school, when more popular girls would walk into the girls' bathroom and there would be a hush and right. everybody would panic and then they'd leave. And we all thought, oh, my God, they knew we were talking about it. And then (laughs) you realize at the high school reunion that they never knew because you were so off their radar (laughs) that it didn't even matter.
2: So they talked about us and no one told us. So that's fine.
6: (laughs) (laughs) This this podcast has it's like number one or number two on our podcast community called Podomatic for forever. And we're like listening to this like I I just don't understand how people like this. Oh god! I don't understand why people follow this guy.
4: Well, it it's, a guy. Be... it's a dude and his wife. It was comedy. It was under comedy, right? It is supposed to be comedy. It it's just fucking not funny. How no. we listen to it's it. not yeah. no. funny at all. Maybe okay. I'm not part of the culture. Maybe I don't
6: get it. No, but it's not funny. And, and...
2: these guys really just did ten minutes on Snoop Lion, uh, and ja Rule. But you know, in 2013, but we're not
1: funny. Okay. I think what they really want to say is why are these two blackety black blacks. Better than us, hmm. maybe, With maybe. Yes,
0: but I don't know. He's really gonna shove forks just straight in my ear canal, <laughs> just to prevent me from trying to listen to that yeah. any it's second longer. It's not
6: good. It's God. not well put together. It's uh, not produced well. It's not that they don't they don't do the music the way I remember the sound. Was that they terrible.
4: should, like I said, she was like, we gonna get Patrice.
6: Yeah, man. their what audio is shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but we we we're just, out of his <laughs> shit. We were just trying to point that out. That's all we were trying to do. <laughs> and this guy found...
2: Yeah, they were trying to help us by talking shit about us behind our backs and nobody told us. But uh, thanks for the help, guys. We message received. We should try to be more like the 35th to 100th best show rather than the first. Okay, cool.
6: They heard that episode? So our boy heard that episode. Oh, your
4: boy. I thought we were talking about the black and guy. No, no, no. Our oh,
6: boy right. Puma heard that episode and tweeted out like two or days after that episode, which was maybe three months ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A while ago. Uh-huh. Something to the... it was Go something like yourself, LA is, no, he, he, he tweets out, LITM up to number 13 on Potomatic while the black guy who tips is still number two. What a joke. Something like that. It was right? great. Yeah just, just yeah. yeah, just a routine. Yeah, just a routine.
2: Yeah, it was actually telling us to suck a dick, but okay, Not close
6: enough. Now that tweet sits there for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our boy, black, the black guy who tips, who is, um Let's call you a boy. Whatever.
2: Yeah, that's the second boy joke that they tried to make. Um... Uh, yeah, it, it it gets worse. So this yes, that's nothing.
6: miss Prime R O D I M U S P R I M E. Spell my and name yes, right. That means we say go, go stay get All this shit. Go get them and go <laughs> ahead and let the Lakuga Nation out. Say
2: that was uh last week. Zero people have hit me up on Twitter to harass me. So okay, the the nation. The, so the all of their
1: listeners hit you
6: up, basically.
2: All of their listeners let me know. All zeroed know, them. Gave me a piece of their mind. And the nation spoke. All zeroed them.
6: And again, But here's what he said. They they are his, oh His, his thing, I'll again. say it twice more. One at the beginning, one at the end. It's, <laughs> it's Rodimus Prime. It's R-O-D-I-M-U-S-P-R-I-M-E. Rodimus Prime.
4: What the fuck does that even mean? Who the fuck cares? I don't know. So he saw that tweet. I know they are very lazy people, so just...
2: And there's your second, like... Black people lazy. Uh, what? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, very lazy. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Allow, allow a couple months for him to get back to you, but well,
6: I guess that's the thing. <laughs> Scream at him, people. <laughs> he I saw know, right? it two months later and said, "Good luck with your podcast, guys. I hope you have a lot of success. Maybe one day I'll get around to listening to it too. And thanks for keeping us up to date on the Potomatic raking. We just try to make good shows, and it takes care of itself."
0: Man, see, that is such horseshit because he puts right in his fucking bio right there that he's number one on fucking oh, Automatic. And The hell fucking knows. <laughs> he knows exactly where the fuck his ranking is. He's got- coming out there and saying that shit is fucking Agreed. Horse shit. No, he. he get-
2: Apparently, they don't understand. When you put in a Twitter bio, that stays that- there forever no matter when you put it there. So, when we put it there uh, two or three years ago that we were number one on Automatic. Um, that was a big deal to us, but you know, I'm not going to change it cause we're still number one, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really not that big a deal. I don't think about that at all before I go to bed at night. So.
4: Rita <laughs> <you> know, Rita's <laughs> red. I like it. <laughs> he
6: crosses himself like three or four times here. He contradicts himself. Uh, put, put as much thought into your own show as you do into talking shit about us. And I'm sure you'll be number one in no time. <laughs> I'm going to block you now for your own protection. Hopefully a few condescending tweets from me netted you a follower. Or t- shut, shut up. <laughs> God, I, don't, I don't need your protection. Talk about the fucking pretentiousness Is that a threat? of that. Is that a
4: threat for oh. your own protection? Yeah, because oh, he's so yeah. big that
6: he's going to send his followers. <laughs> he's going to sick them onto us. Oh, like God. he's got a fucking say. Who's he got? Beaumont fucking yeah. Jones. Br-
2: Keep in mind, they say they don't listen to the show. They don't know anything about us. Mm -mm. Somehow they know bomani has been on the show. They know me and him are cool in real life and we're friends. But they don't keep up with anything because we're so terrible they can't even listen to us.
1: I really think this show, they're just going to listen to it over and over while they masturbate furiously. Screaming, I made it, every time they come.
2: Yeah, Oh, they love how Daddy does it
6: worst guy on fucking around the horn give me a break every time Amani jones is on the screen i change the channel <laughs> so you can go ahead and sit on that where were you on the huffington post big deal
1: how do they know this <laughs> they googled you or they're just stalking you they're probably outside your house right now licking your windows
2: <laughs> we got a long long i feel like th- they should have started this podcast with first time caller, long time listener because they know way too much i can't i can't name five things about these motherfuckers show uh because i will never listen to it again i haven't listened to it until uh, they talk shit about it so and i missed the first time they talked shit about us so i wish i could go back and hear that that's the only thing that would code my interest of these fucking dude bros
4: the, fuck, who cares? the joke's on him that if he thinks that any of us even have to, I don't even know what fucking no, I've Twitter never is. even heard this guy's <laughs> so, podcast so, other sorry, than bud. the <laughs> sorry, few bud. times
6: we gave it just a listen to to see what it's like yes. and couldn't watch for more than 20
4: seconds. No, I'm not really worried wow. about his minions coming after me considering I don't even know how to log into Facebook let alone uh, know, right? Twitter attacks. With Dude, the Twitter, going, so. We even tried to play proud of that? Sure. So, That's
1: hey. not something to be proud of.
2: Yeah, yeah. he He doesn't know how to log into Facebook so he's you know. i also love these people that have a podcast but are too cool to be good at it that is the best when you're like ah this we are the best we are ever the best ever so how do you guys spread the word um well we don't log into facebook or twitter and talk about it because that would be fucking crazy i don't want people to know about it what are you stupid you social media for stupid shit um. Anyway,
6: and we just wanted to listen, just for like a Remember little bit. Remember how Sanson got angry? Oh God, Sanson was and so. Am I wrong mental. now? Cut this shit. Yeah. Was like, we
0: cannot have this on our airwaves. We I'm cannot. going to block
6: you now for your own protect- protection. Hopefully, oh, a few God. condescending tweets from me netted you a follower two. So, I mean, all in all, that's pretty under control.
0: Maybe yeah, he helped he's us out. he's a fucking
6: nice-ass, safe-ass
4: douchebag. He's
6: got a podcast with his wife that a few folks listen to. Good for you. With his wife. Yeah, I'm sure Bunch it's wonderful. Shit. But yeah. unfortunately, or, well, fortunately, our buddy responded. So oh, he course. actually had yeah. a couple gems. Um, so Puma, from our fake Twitter account, at Rodimus Prime, the black guy who tips... Shouldn't you be busy protesting the Zimmerman verdict? Yeah. <laughs> number 2, I'm like sure I'm on. sure you're just number 1 on potomatic because you have no because you have so much time, you know, not being employed and all. Oh, really? <laughs> and number 3.
2: Cuz I'm black y'all, get it? Black people don't, don't have, work, don't have jobs, and we're angry over racial injustice. So, that's, that's hilarious. True.
1: That's what we do. We just stand the unemployment line and protest things. Yeah. Mm. Except for that one of us that has a job, but he's only half black. And he's only like the president. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this guy needs to get on the show. Dude, huh? Puma's great. Great. First off,
6: the owner of this Samson account, Jr. he says, first off, the owner of this account is simply an LITMTTR listener. So don't get on the producers at all. Second off, fuck you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Absolutely yeah. Absolutely beautiful. That's Puma, love you, dude. What's up? Very well done. Can we tell if the guys read that? I don't know how Twitter works. Uh, well, he
6: blocked us, dude, for our
0: own protection. Yeah, for
6: our own for protection.
4: Our protection. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> of course, because his villains are going to come What he doesn't realize is, this is this guy that. has got like 50 also. He's like an old black guy. Oh,
0: dude, yeah, he's sitting here. He, he's got this ridiculous goatee, I don't know, with his, his nice wife just holds him in his arms with yeah. a stupid fucking smile when you know behind his back, the wife's fucking some other white
5: Let dude. Let me put yeah. this out there.
3: Karen, how dare you fuck some other white dude? How dare I? I didn't even know. What is
1: wrong with well, you? was White Boo Wednesday, and
5: are <laughs> <laughs> you, know you?
3: Hey,
2: I, boo. I trusted you, and this is how I find out on Douche Dog in the morning? No. Oh,
1: that's
5: Why <laughs> that's do they know right.
1: so much about you? They know about your coatie. I swear to God, these guys have, like, little cameras in your house. This is the craziest- Every time you make love, they cry because they can't be <laughs> next
2: to you. This is the craziest shit ever to know someone knows this much about you to use it for evil. It's like, uh, t- say something good. Y'all probably could have been- they probably could have been on the show by now if they were just not dickheads.
4: Mm-hmm. True. It looks like Carl from, uh, um, Family Matters. What was her last name? Carl Winslow? Carl Winslow. <laughs> like Carl Winslow banging out
6: the white, uh, the white name. That's our, that, that's our competition.
2: When when did Carl Winslow bang out the white neighbor? Is that an episode that I missed of Family Matters or? I guess so.
1: Hmm. Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, he banged out Rachel, that's why she just disappeared.
2: Mm-hmm. She just yeah. I think they have a lot of, um, Mandingo Party type, uh, vibes here with the whole,
1: yeah. we gotta
2: go fuck some white people or something. I kind
1: of feel like just by listening to them, the Candace in, in their voices, I'm pretty sure they've never pleased women in their lives mm-hmm. or men. You can kind of get the feeling
2: like these are some selfish <laughs> lovers, you know.
1: <laughs>
6: um, what I was gonna say is this guy. <laughs> this guy thinks he's all big, right? Because he's got five thousand Twitter followers and a, and he got mentioned on the Huffington Post.
2: Things I never bring up in normal conversation is, I have my Twitter followers. Or, uh, have any <laughs> like a research
1: assistant go out and be like, I need to know everything about Rodimus Prime.
2: Give <laughs> me the files. <laughs> Bring me the files. Yeah, like, what is wrong
6: with you? Good dick. We've got maybe 200 followers, 300 followers. Let's see what-
2: They have 10. They have 10. I counted. Because uh, when they <laughs> tweeted at me to listen to this show, I clicked on this profile, said, who the fuck is this? And they have 10 followers, which is significantly less than 200. And of those 10, exactly zero said a word to me. So, okay.
6: What happens? You really want to come after us? Let's see whose followers beat whose followers. Because I have a feeling that our followers are way more hardcore and willing to say whatever the fuck's on their mind rather than his stupid bullshit. Put it this way. When you listen to your buddy and his wife... Isn't it so much better when his wife goes to the bathroom and you can talk real with your buddy? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then maybe you can, like, kind of lean close to him and whisper in his ear. And, I think you know. Karen
1: should be a little, like, disturbed by this. They clearly are plotting to cake you out of the picture. To get
2: your <laughs> Karen, they're saying you're cheating on me. Now they don't even want you on the show anymore. They'd love to just hang out with me and only me. Um, I feel I like broke your beard. Yeah, they clearly want us to date, to have sex with white people. It, there's a lot going on here. Um, and it's a little bit disturbing, disturbing, you know? Um, but yeah, so, okay.
5: How'd you want to
6: listen to a podcast of a dude and his wife and you can listen to three dudes giving it to your real? God, I love
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, vagina in the mix? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> What's a vagina? Ugh. Heat Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> Meet him. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the fuck? The last thing dudes want to do Is listen to chicks I mean what if they're hot or something Then we all have to think about our sexual inadequacy (laughs) We'll have to deal with that. that
0: Because you know she sucks you know she's just terrible. You know she just sits there and just all of a sudden he gets on an edgy subject and she's just like, Oh, oh baby. come oh, baby. on now, Ron. Let's give it to Patrice. Oh, Ron. Let's <laughs> we'll send it to Patrice Ron. while
4: I go get some chicken ready for you. Bro. Yeah, come exactly.
2: on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, get get the chicken ready, Karen, because we black. You see, because
1: fried, fried chicken. chicken, fried chicken. Because I'm part Asian and Asian people love chicken and watermelon way more than Black Americans ever will. In China, they have freaking like fried chicken and watermelon festivals. In Japan, on Christmas, they have fried chicken. Like, yeah. Asian levels of fried chicken appreciation have far surpassed black people. We need to update that stereotype.
2: Well, luck dog in the morning. Those guys don't know that stereotype, so they got to go with it. they
1: with the never talked to anybody who wasn't white with a penis.
2: Uh, yeah, well, they hate talking to chicks. I mean, we've already got that, so... Oh, of
1: course, because we were just going to be terrible and make them think about things.
4: <laughs> oh, that was easy. That was too easy. We'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess we, I guess we need to actually listen to maybe one of these guys' sodes so we can. I've tried, some... dude. It's unlistenable. Yeah. It's I'm not, listenable. not. Yeah. I would need you just to listen and give me Cliff Notes versions right before we go on the air. <laughs> Reed doesn't Let's... even listen to our shows. Reed won't listen to our own shows. He, he says so. he.
2: Well, in all fairness, a ton of people do not listen to your show. So <laughs> that. That's unfair to rate anybody by that standard of who listens to anything because,
1: like, like, no one nope. listens
2: to this shit, so.
1: I don't think a lot of people will admit that they listen to their own show. Like, I listened to all the After Dark episodes and then laughed at my own jokes, and then I told somebody that, and they were like, don't repeat that, which I just did to I, your audience, which I, is very I, large. I laughed so. at my jokes, I too. Okay, yay, Solidarity.
6: He, he heard it here, but here's what You're I wanted to say. Please, if you feel the need, all I want you to do, all
2: I want you to do. Oh, hold on, I'm getting an echo from your side. Um, Jayla, give me. I'm gonna call you right back. It'll take a second.
6: Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. You get a little echo over Skype, and the uh, Jayla's catch you through her headphones, guys. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see if we're back. Um, I'll try are you back
6: with to- so sexy?
2: I think so. Yes, so, we one, are. One, two, one, two. All right. Yep. Here
6: we go. Shoot this guy Just go on to his Twitter account, R-O-D-I-M-U.
2: Keep in mind, they are sending people to my Twitter account. I want anybody listening to this to know, I don't want you to contact them on Twitter. I'm not telling you to. If you want to, give, I don't give a fuck. But for the record, don't harass these dudes. I don't give a fuck. That would make their day to have anyone pay attention to their
0: bullshit.
6: P-R-I-M-E. And I want you to write LeCoug.
0: LeCoug? L-A-C-O-O-G. Now let's talk about maybe some watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about maybe... You want to make TV? easy racist just jokes to Absolutely. a black guy?
6: Yeah. That's Please. easy. All I want is simplicity like Baba Booey. Our, uh, I want
4: Lacoo. I just
6: want a big bunch of fucking lacoo. Did yeah. you
4: watch uh, the new newsroom this week? I certainly did. Grade? Uh, did you catch that when they were pranking the, uh, the Oh, dude, it was great. Baba Booey, fuck yeah. you. Uh, uh, so I'm telling you, it's on, it was, it was on Newsroom. It's, uh, we that's what we've been saying. That's what I think is actually kinda of cool dude, about this. They started
6: dumping the audio in the, in the PGA, uh, championship because of the guy last week who was yelling Baba Booey.
2: They can't even stick to dissing us. Like, come on guys, stay on fucking topic here. Yeah, almost through. Power through!
4: They don't let you go yeah. after shots anymore. Good, good. Uh but I think that's what's cool about what happened today for us is that I think for the first time in 160, 170 episodes, we actually have had a little bit of uh a little bit of venom thrown our ways. Uh, and in the past we haven't gotten we haven't gotten a lot of praise or a lot of venom.
2: Now that is the truest shit they've said yet. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about this show and nobody's talking about them because it's fucking terrible, and they can't even understand how terrible it is because they don't branch out. They don't know anybody that's not some white dude douchebag, and they don't know anybody that's not their age group or has the same similarities in humor, so they're wait, not wait able man. able you to entertain. They
1: had how many Twitter followers? Ten. Ten. And they've been doing this for 160-some-odd episodes, so they're just screaming into the darkness.
2: It's really like that dude that's in the parking lot of kroger's or some shit who's selling his rap album and he's 40 and you're like dude no it ain't gonna happen five bucks at a time dude this ain't how jeezy did it you gotta stop and come up with a new plan for your life i feel like you know you get 160 episodes in and this is the first nibble you got was from your fans talking shit about us i would hang it up nobody cares it's obvious
4: but I think this is that three it, guys on an island. Yeah, exactly. But I think that it's kind of cool that we finally had somebody. Well, see, he didn't even come after us first. Our boy went after him first. Our right?
6: boy made a. Our boy, no, no, no. Our boy sent out a tweet. A very general tweet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> three months ago. That's all. Mm-hmm. And this guy seems to pick it up. And it must have been when he was hammered last night, because I'm telling you, folks, when Puma texted me. Twitter battle started between black guy who tips. I woke up giddy this morning when I saw that text.
0: How did he?
1: What? That's really sad. That's <laughs> 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 really sad. Like that made your <laughs> day. What? That kind um. of, it, it's like when you accidentally Google something, but you use Bing. That's how I imagine the yeah. reaction is. <laughs> like they just be really worked. hopeful about the future.
5: <laughs> like, yes.
1: It was One like of like our followers foot- out of... Like a tenth of our followers went after Rod of his and his lovely wife, and uh, who we wished wasn't there so we could replace her and be with him. And that has made our day. He finally acknowledged us.
2: Oh, God.
1: There's one thing there. Was a there yeah. <laughs> like an anime guy. Like, one day, Rod Stepfire will notice me. <laughs> he will.
2: And I will show him I'm ready. All right, here we go.
6: Between 8 a.m. and
4: like. 8 p.m. last night. Is that, he are you m- kidding? Slitz's th- malt liquor was flowing. He was, he <laughs> was <laughs> feeling good. He was gonna, he was time Cause,
2: cause I'm black, y'all. I drink malt liquor because I'm black.
3: You're no damn malt liquor.
2: Well, no, these are very original concepts that, you know, you just don't see malt- comedians. Liquor- like, Nancy. I see how these guys got up to, what were they at the highest 13? I see how they got up to 13 because you know, I wish I could find a comedian with that type of razor-sharp wit that could actually come up with a good slit smalt liquor black people joke. Like, it's just so rare these days. And they said chicken and watermelon earlier. I don't know what's oh, next. Oh,
3: okay. I'm surprised they didn't say Jerry Curl. They didn't
2: even move to Newport yet, but I'm sure it's coming.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. you oh, yeah. oh, Steal my God. listeners, you <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, you must just sit there and just search at, in
0: Twitter Black Guy Tips. That's the true. only way this...
6: Well don't Ron. you do that? I Google Looch Dog in the morning all the time.
2: Right. Because, you know, that's what you should be wanting to do. To see who to f- grow your brand. But also, this is the first time you Googled Looch Dog in the morning and anything came up. So that is a little different. I see shit all the time. <laughs> so it's a little different.
0: Just but he's got he's gotta troll all of his stupid Twitter feeds. The, uh, there's no other way unless he's following me, I literally retweeted like that that tweet. From you retweeted Boomer.
6: that to uh, then, our po- our account. Yeah, you yeah, you did.
0: did. And then it went downhill from there. So uh, he, was he following our account? I he's blocked apparently the fake account. So what I'm uh,
6: really excited about is right. that for today's show. I'm going to tweet at him from our real account so that he makes sure that he listens to this. <laughs> and I want you to know. Twitter is so it? fucking What is it? Is his stupid. name Dwayne? Is that his name Do Dwayne? Do you really Dwayne actually Rod. enjoy it? No, his actual name is Dwayne Shane. His Shay. name is
0: Rod. Blog for the minds of Rod and Karen, a married couple who enjoy ratchetness. Beautiful. Trust See, look at that gem. <laughs> I trust Reed. He's I got want, the laptop. I does. want
6: Dwayne to know. I got an iMac. Rod. I'm call i calling him Dwayne. Calling Dwayne. He, he, I want Rod to know that we're coming Jamal. after him. That's Jamal. all. we going to make up black
4: names. Because
2: <laughs> Jamal and Jamarcus are names that black people give their kids, so that's why they call me that because I'm black.
4: When Jacquees, <laughs> so <laughs>
6: folks, enjoy the day. We're going to go ahead and let you go there. It's been good. We'll get at you tomorrow. I <laughs> got... y'all
4: read though, real quick? Do do you watch two you What is what is up with Twitter? Why do you like
2: it? Yeah, then they get into some discussion where they try to figure out what Twitter can do. Um, so uh that happened and i was actually trying to google them earlier um because they to see if they still were talking shit about us and i spelled the name wrong and what comes up in google when i spell the name wrong um nothing other than one facebook account for a guy named adam carluccio huh loose dog in the morning adam carluccio that seems like maybe it could be the same guy i don't know i don't know you know i'm just a guy um so i was like let me look into this shit and see what's going on um so i go check out their uh you know check out this page because it's a public page like a dumbass if you're gonna go be racist and talk shit and make nigger jokes um i suggest you make your shit private that's what i would do Um, and I see here that he has episodes of the podcast on his page. No one seems to like them, listen to them or comment on them, but they're on the page. It's, Hey, Luke dog in the morning did it again. Luke dog in the morning. Hey, no one cares. All right. So I scroll down a bit and I see this dude was recently on the local news station in like DC. This guy now obviously not for Luke Dog in the morning I mean let's be honest we heard that shit and there's no fucking way anyone would put that on any type of airwaves that uh, they were responsible for that's you know I don't think that's a far fetched uh, you know analysis of the show um, but uh, apparently you know if you scroll down You can see where he's talking shit. Oh boy, the blackout tips is not happy with loose dog in the morning. So, this is what it feels like to be in a Twitter war. Needless to say, I'm very excited. Tonight's taping smells like blasting. Hashtag Gameface with Ben Reed, who must be his co host. Uh, Went to Virginia Tech, and Reed is R E A D E. And Matt Sensing, another douchebag uh, looking frat, bro. Um, And they're going to, he keeps tagging him in all their posts about the show. So I guess those are his two uh, co-hosts. And uh, he, you know, he he says uh, later on, he has a picture of him playing drums, so good for him. But uh, I found this post the most interesting. He says, I'm going to be on Fox 5 Morning News this Friday. Bach to rock, like Sebastian Bach, the, you -hmm. know, Mm
6: -hmm. uh,
2: the composer. Mm -hmm. Bach to rock is sending me to represent our company, for two live interviews in the studio with tony perkins and the crew by the way tony perkins and the crew uh two african americans and it looks like a puerto rican dude um i wonder how they would feel about the way he was talking on the show about you know minorities and, and other things um first interview was at 6 30 second was at eight thirty. set your dvrs this is live tv folks come celebrate with me at time out in herndon Tonight for open mic on the nicest night of the year. So, hey, good for you, Luke, dog. Um, He said thank you for your overwhelming support for my TV venture this morning. I'll post a video later today. When I get it, I apologize in advance for the amount of posting I'm about to do. Got some super cool pics and even the LITM name from BTK for the junkies. So if you guys are junkies and fans of the show, you guys can go go check that out because he is um, letting you guys know, you know, just exactly how real he keeps it. Um, and he has a bunch of pictures of him in the studio with these, uh, minority, uh, reporters and, uh, all that stuff. So, um, I'm sure that's awesome. Um, so I went to look up what the fuck is back is Bach to rock, you know, like, what could that be? Like this, they sent him to represent them at a public thing. Like this dude is your face to go present your message to the world. So I went and looked it up. Um, Back to Rock is actually a music school where they teach kids. The
1: children, no, they teach
2: the children how to teach how to learn how to play music.
1: Don't ever hire dude bros to your school. Nothing good comes from dude bros. Really set
2: it back, man. There's like all kinds of minority children in these, these pictures and stuff training with the guys and i said no he can't really work here so i put his last name in the search and it hits it gets a hit for staff so he does work here i'm like wow this guy is not only on the staff but he's fucking representing these people publicly this like if any and look he posted shit on his facebook page It's public if i had a kid in this program and i just googled this guy's name or oh, I just went to his Facebook page, I hit play and I see a bunch of fucking nigger jokes and racist shit and him uh, harassing and bullying some guy on the Internet who really could give less than a fuck about him. If I see that, I don't want my kid fucking associated with this guy. And I'm definitely not paying money so that this douchebag can mentor my kid in any fucking thing. I'm pretty sure there's other music schools that have, I don't know, less racist people there that could teach my kid how to play an instrument. But hey, you know, that's just me. Maybe I'm the asshole. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they have weekly jam sessions and all this shit. So I said, hmm, how do I contact these jam people? Sessions. So I went to the, uh, contact page because I said, you know, um, someone needs to know about this asshole. And, uh, I think, uh, we'll talk to the public relations people or whatever. And I, I said, let me email this motherfucker. So I emailed a lady and, uh, I'll just say what I wrote. Um, I say hi, Amanda. Got your information off the Bach to Rock website. Contact information for the press. I'm hoping for your discretion on this email as I have recently been the victim of some online harassment from one of your employees, Adam Caru- Carluccio. He goes by the 80s Loose Dog and is a co-host of a podcast. Loose Dog in the morning. The show is an edgy, quote unquote, comedy show, which I admittedly had never heard until someone made me aware that they were making personal attacks at my wife and I. Here's a link to their podcast where they talked about us. There's another where they made nigger jokes about Raleigh Cooper, the Raleigh Cooper controversy only a couple days before, but that has been taken, but it's been taken down. Recently, Adam was on Fox 5 Morning News representing your company in a public forum. After the racial attacks he made at the expense of my wife and I, I feel that I need to say something. We are black, and he and his co-host went on to make jokes alluding to us being on welfare. Unemployed references to an earlier show where they used the N-word were also made. I had no idea this man worked with children until I saw him representing Bach the Rock on Fox 5 News. I just think you should be aware of the type of man you're employing. Please do not give this man my name or contact information. He has already harassed my wife and I enough without us giving him any information about us. If I found his racist show through a simple Google search, I can only imagine what a child's parents would think about this man being around their child for any reason. He he posts links to his profane podcast on his public Facebook page, and it's not difficult to make the connection immediately. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, my government name uh she replied back like an hour or so later she said hi thank you for bringing this to our attention we understand your need for discretion i'll make sure to notify the team so uh yeah dog step your troll game up dude fuck you leave me the fuck alone next time you know not to fuck with somebody man like it's all this shit is traceable, and when you go out here spinning your little dude, bro, rhetoric, and your racist jokes, it's not a fucking vacuum. Anything can be traced back to you. That's why whenever I say shit on the show, I always make sure it's some shit that I'm comfortable with, so if I go down for it, I go, oh, you know what? I thought the shit was funny at the time. I don't know what to tell you. But if you can't stick, I guarantee you're not in that meeting talking about some. but I needed to call this dude a nigger. You don't understand. I had to talk about watermelon and him not having a job. It's funny. Nah. Uh So, yeah, i at let job, bro. Anyway.
1: I believe the mic has just been dropped. Uh,
2: let's talk about some fun things, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this article was interesting, because I kept wondering, like, if a dude wrote it, would it be received well? Um, it's from com, and um, is that, is frisky.com a bad place? I don't know. It's, not that it's
1: bad. It's like, a lot of their content, I feel, is really, like, short-sighted, and it's, like, clickbait. Mm. So, like, the
2: print journalist in me just dies a little Uh, well this one is by Molly Wren it's called Girl Talk how Sex having sex with a fat guy changed me Uh, And um, it's about how when she was younger one of her clearest memories was that she ordered a chocolate milkshake and she was getting ready to eat it and when she got to it her friend pointed to a fat woman sitting at the counter nearby and basically to hint like uh, if you eat this milkshake a lot, you will become fat and said, be careful. Um, uh, she's horrified by this memory in hindsight. Um, and that, uh, you know, the woman probably heard was in earshot and probably heard that her friend was implying that her body was disgusting. Um, so obviously she feels bad about that. And, um, she said, uh, you know, she's, she's trying to overcome that. But one thing she never really did was let a fat dude. Tap that. Okay. Um she she was like, I understand fat acceptance. I understand that women, you know, are into that and I'm glad for fat women being able to love their bodies and having extra large boobs and all that stuff. And um the new thing is, um I accept that and I understand, you know, I'm a I'm a size fourteen. I love the rollerblade. I you know, I understand how it goes. But uh fuck these fat dudes. I'm not having sex with one until one day. She met the magical fat dude. His name was Uh-oh. Devin. His you name was Devin. Magical. Magical. Well, you know, Karen, we have powers.
3: What was he, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man?
2: <laughs> I don't know what it was <laughs> that- I don't know what it was that changed her. I, I, no? Say that again.
1: I have seen that porno. Mm, oh, was it
3: porno? Oh, did he pull cinnamon on him with the cinnamon bun? <laughs> I'm here, <made a> girl. <laughs> She kept punching him in the belly. <laughs> you have
2: confused the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man with Uh-oh. the Doseberry, with the Pillsbury Doughboy. Damn, they both look the same to me. hmm. Uh I someone write <laughs> that tank down. I'm sorry. I can't do it right now. Um, I thought Devin was fascinating and that he had awesome stories for the from the year he spent traveling before college. And that he shared my love of sci fi. He was also overweight to the degree where he might have had trouble finding clothes even in the big and tall stores. Uh, being the smart guy that he was, Devin put the pieces together before I did and made out with me for a good 10 minutes before a drunken aftermath at, during a drunken aftermath at a party in college. Uh, when he asked me up to his room, I said, no, because we were both drunk. He agreed. This is a good idea. The next day, however, I was getting enough mixed signals from my own brain to realize something was wrong. Excellent kisses weren't enough reason to go fuck someone. I kept telling myself, but I also couldn't pin down a reason not to hook up with Devin. He was smart, respectful of my wishes and Hot. But what would people think? Mm, what would they think? I've heard about the feminist click moment. I wish my fat acceptance click mon- moment was as well articulated, but shapely pros didn't, didn't exist. The click was more like the surge of defiance I felt when i had been playfully threatened for drinking that milkshake so many years ago that I had a moment where I had been willing to pass on someone who had tickled all my bo- ticked all my boxes, smart, geeky, sexy, understood consent. Because he was bigger around than I could hug made me flashback that every time my family had said fat people couldn't get jobs or that's the smirk someone gave me when I asked them out. People had shown they hadn't cared about me in all kinds of ways because of my body before this. So I wouldn't be I would be damned if I was going to start caring what they thought now. So long story short, she fucked this dude. Um He was good. He, like he was able to manhandle her. Uh He was good with his fingers uh And uh she said he's still the only person that knew how to finger her right which man that is really bad for all guys people
1: don't know how to finger right that's that's just across the board unfortunately
2: that is sad i can't
1: remember a person that has fingered me well Mm. in the last decade and
3: and you know what i realized about that a lot of dudes think fingering is just cramming it up up your vagina, and that's not really fingering. Oh my
2: god, that's exactly how it looks in porn too.
3: Yeah, that make you. Oh, put your hand
1: which is sad. Yeah,
3: put yeah. your hand in, put your fist up. It's like well, who the fuck want a fucking fist in their vagina? You know, right, it might be some people thing, but the average woman well, don't want a fist, fist in, place, in her you
1: vagina. Don't actually, put your fist in. You're actually doing this, and it's squishing, so it's only yeah. getting that up there.
2: So and like, and they're like and then the, the porn is more like uh because the woman is has a job to do she's acting mm-hmm. it's like they have to be like it's the best ever and the is just like fucking plunging his hand deep into her vagina you're like yeah. this probably is not a good way to handle this
3: yes and the average woman looking like that shit like it hurts and yeah. i i got what she got and i you know like i said I unless you're into it i don't want to do that
1: i I didn't actually watch, like, heterosexual porn because of all those moments. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just watch dudes plowing each other. Cause okay. at least they look like they're having fun, like real fun. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, I'm not that open-minded yet. um I learned, it wasn't quite enough to base a relationship on, um you know, just being a geek, so she ended up breaking up with them. But it was the best summer flame she ever had and all this stuff. um and I was just thinking, like, if this was some dude writing about, like, hey guys, Fat women
1: are actually people
5: and can have sex.
1: Everybody be like, man, I fuck feel, this dude. I feel like she's kind of a douche for patting herself on the back for this. <laughs> right. Kind of like, hey, I treated somebody like a human being. Look, I am awesome, guys.
2: Hey guys, did you know fat people can have sex with you and like touch your vagina and everything. I word. Had no I did not know that. Me either. <laughs> so I thought that you was. Know, funny. It's
1: weird, I get since I started doing seminars on like sexuality and body image, and I get a lot of emails kind of like this. Like people are confessing that they've been with fat people. And I kind of want to say, um, okay, replace fat with literally anything else right. and you will see that you sound like a douche. Right. That you're patting yourself. Like imagine if she was writing this about um, being with like a black guy for the first time. <laughs> right. Would, would we applaud her for that? Or we would just stare at her dumbfounded like, seriously?
2: Right. Why Why is this a discussion right now? Yeah, it's,
1: especially because she's, she's a size 14. It's not like she's um, in the normal weight at all either. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, I don't hate you as much as I should. So cookie time now? No, you <laughs> don't get a cookie for that.
2: Yeah, I've actually had an awkward moment at a party where someone's girlfriend got drunk. Um, it was a white couple and then she cornered me and told me about how uh before this she used to sleep with black men and i just kept looking around like "Coop, come get your girlfriend I, uh, so- It was an awkward
1: moment i remember one of my college job i was running at this bookstore so it's a very lax environment and this one white girl who said like weird racist stuff in the past it was just like, oh, my God, there was only, like, one black guy in my entire high school, and I dated him. And I just looked like, why are you telling me this? Like, right. I was a, congratulate you. Do you want me to
2: shake your hand? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I just wanted him to come there and make it not be awkward because I figured she would stop talking about it. But I was just like, she was like, yeah, I just, you know, mostly I slept with black men before this. I'm like, you've been drinking a lot, and, um uh your boyfriend just only got up for a second i'm sure he'll be back uh maybe we can resume this in a second and she's just like no no listen okay i understand i was like uh yeah i'm gonna go on the patio and have a cigarette uh what do you mean i don't smoke why
3: are you bringing that up <laughs> just gonna go. i am smoking this don't you see the smoke from the back of my shoes as i run away from you woman right
1: i think it's actually worse when people try to congratulate you for your dating choices
3: Oh, that's the worst, too. <laughs> uh,
1: like, I went on a date with a guy, and um, he was paralyzed. And, yeah, we were just on a date, and I went to the bathroom, and this girl was like, you're so good. You're such a good person. And I'm looking at her like, what? You don't know me, crazy person? She's like, because, you know, ah. it's hard to be with somebody who's, like, all broken. And I was just like, you wow. are terrible. Like, get away from me now.
2: Holy shit. <laughs>
1: And I like ran away from her, and actually, it wow. was funny. That guy was terrible. He was a terrible human being. He just happened to be somebody who was paralyzed.
2: Oh, maybe she could see inside his soul, and she meant he was broken as a morally. And you thought she was she might have had the gift.
1: Maybe she was psychic <laughs> and knew that he was trying to bang every chick in our World of Warcraft guild.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
2: she was like, then when you left and slammed the door, she was like. I don't know what she was so mad about, and she looked in the mirror, and the psychic forces were like, "I don't know either, man." Try yeah. to tell her like
1: he's cheating on that bitch, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I got another um another thing too. Uh, I remember one time, well not yeah one time I was at the YMCA, and like I've been playing ball up there for years, and it's like me and a bunch of guys we all talk on the sideline between basketball, have fun or whatever. And I remember one time Karen, I left something at home like my contacts and my shorts or something. I was like, Karen, mm-hmm. can you bring them to the basketball court? She brought them in, uh, and then like she ended up leaving and stuff. And the guys were like, Dude, I didn't know you had a black wife.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, What?
3: Um, wait, why is that a thing? Like, I don't. They, even... they just assume because he don't really even talk about me. But or... they knew I was married. Yeah, they knew you were married. I don't know what. Ma- I'm black
1: i don't know what yeah, made them be like assumption
2: yeah it was like you all here at this nice ymca i mean clearly you could have chosen another race what what happened <laughs> it's like fuck you man i was like i'm proud of my wife fuck you, you know, well i had
1: somebody at a, a party when i was in college they were talking to my college boyfriend at the time who um was korean and they're These are black guys. They're like, why aren't you dating like an Asian girl? Why are you with a black girl? Like, you could pick better. And I was so hurt. Yeah. I was was there next to him. So it's not like they were talking and I, like, overheard. I was just right there. Just said it in my face.
2: I just want to be like, stop trying to help. Like, we don't (laughs) need small talk, okay?
1: There's mean people.
2: I think this is what happens when you need small talk, right? When Yeah. Like, you know what's good? What's underrated? An awkward silence.
1: It is.
3: You it, you know you know it's what? Criminally it, underrated. And and for me, y'all, being a woman and being the most talkative fucking child in the world. Uh, parents out there, I was one of them children. You want to to take and just choke the fucking death cause you don't don't you ever shut the fuck up. I was one of them kids. But as I got older, I realized that every time every moment is not a moment to talk right so now when people say shit i just go okay or either i just look at them turn around and get the back to doing whatever i'm doing like awkward silences are the best because sometimes that's better than saying stupid ignorant shit yeah, you could be about to say something stupid
2: oh oh yeah take a second think about it before you go congratulations on dating an Asian. it's like uh you know what would have sounded better there nothing
1: you know I hear that a lot, or I have heard it a lot in my life, and I never know how to react to it, yeah, they're like, "Oh, good for you, like I remember I was actually um having a huge argument with uh, a guy that I used to bang, and then we like became kind of friends. He was like my best friend at the time, and he lied to me and didn't tell me that he was engaged. And told me ten days before his wedding that he was getting married. Wow. I was invited and he didn't even want me to get him a gift. So he bought me an Xbox for my birthday and I was just a returning. I just gave him all his shit back. Wow. And we are having this epic, like, you were never my friend and I hate you argument. And this random lady who was also black in my building was like, You go, girl and I was like, For what? <laughs> this guy? The fat Korean who's balding yet still has a ponytail? <laughs> who I probably shouldn't even admit to letting in my body six years ago. It's <laughs> a you-go girl. Like, for serious?
2: Really? <laughs> Maybe she was a PlayStation fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, PS4,
2: baby! <laughs> um, but uh, Yeah, so um, I also thought we'd talk about this when the j on the show. Uh, I have two people it's here. About that, dicks? Uh about say, say that again. Is it about dicks? No, it's not about dicks. You're very close. Kind of. Um, it's nine things that are scientific facts about boobs.
1: Oh, snap.
2: hmm. Yeah. I figure you guys might know a little more than me, but uh, I'll bring I can them up. I'm
1: not a with my boobs.
2: Did you know, Najee? Ooh. Uh, Nijayla, I think you're going to. Some of this is bad news for you, okay? Uh oh. But let's, let's just try to be optimistic because it's science and there's nothing you can do about it. Did you know poor men like big breasts while financially secure men prefer smaller breasts? That's
3: false.
1: Sounds like the truth to me. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think dudes just like big titties. Well, apparently, science says uh, that that's wrong.
2: Men from different socio socioeconomic backgrounds two hundred and sixty six to be exact were asked which breast size they found more sexually attractive based on a series of two hundred and
1: sixty six is not a big enough pool to make that kind of a a statement. I feel. And I agree.
3: And wise, wise dudes with money buying a women bigger titties. this is a false statement, just from that action alone. Science.
1: I science my like, ass Every I know that charges more than a thousand an hour has super big boobs. So.
2: Well, science, you know. Um. Uh. So they were asked which breast size they found more sexually attractive based on a series of animated female figures with various sized uh, breasts. So. Oh, so
3: we're doing animating, going. do you like them titties?
2: Right. Um, which really says a lot about the anime that I have watched. ain't that the truth, apparently I they did not an get the memo. Because they
1: have like boob socks, like the shirts are always super tight, yet the boobs like are in little socks,
3: Mhm-, <laughs> yep, and uh, <laughs> they must not see no hint I did not get that message,
0: apparently mm-hmm.
2: uh, did you guys know that hungry men desire big breasts while satiated men prefer a smaller chest, so if you guys um are hungry? You're like, I want some big old titties. Then you get full. You're to, like, oh, to, I want some little
3: old titties. Why I to put some gravy and, and 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 stuff across them or some shit? I don't know. Uh, the re- the they said uh, researchers found that hungry men prefer larger breasts compared to
2: those whose stomachs were full the results were compiled by comparing the breast size ratings of 66 hungry men oh, versus 58 it's, satiated it's men six all white british men from a male university during the hall dur- dining hall oh, during dinner boo
3: so
1: no this isn't science
3: and i i agreed so what you mm-hmm, bitch i'm full get them titties out my face uh, I don't on, think on, they do that. Only white
2: British men were invited to participate in the experiment because of the fact that ethnicity is known to influence breast size preferences, and the study wanted to eliminate any additional factors which may affect the outcome.
3: Well, then it will not do a study. Non-white
1: opinions
3: right. don't count? Mm-hmm. Yeah, non-white opinions uh, make the breast size go up. Did
2: you guys know that men who are not interested in fatherhood find large breasts less attractive? For the record, I'm not interested in fatherhood. I love me some big old titties, but this is the science, guys. It's nothing
3: we can do about it. Well, how, how many people they do for this? Eight? 67. I was close enough, damn it. <laughs> Scientifically, that's pretty much like nothing.
2: Number four, squeezing breasts may prevent cancer. Now, if this is Car- <laughs> the case, <laughs> Karen is in good hands, and I mean that literally and figuratively. Well
3: oh well that's a good thing because when i went to the doctor for my annual i looked at her sideways because she says she says oh she said next year uh you'll be old enough to get a mammogram and lord have mercy i looked at her and i said mammogram i said that's where they take your titties and squeezing them in that machine <laughs> and she was like yes well i ain't got to worry about them fine no nothing in that then baby because i'll get be squeezing to it, them already i'll get to it long
2: before they will promise that <laughs> Um, early detection will not be a problem. No, it household. won't. <laughs> Number five, women who get breast implants are three times more likely to commit suicide. Wow. Now, this actually monitored 3,527 women. So that's what actually a, pre, a bigger up. figure than the other ones. And it monitored them between 1965 and 1993. Now, part of this could also be that people that, uh are looking to augment their bodies maybe already have some be trying to cope with other issues and stuff like that like it might not be well i got breast surgery so therefore i'm gonna kill myself you know it could just be like i'm already having personal issues in my life and this is one way that that is taking shape and you know maybe later on something might happen that they they decide to commit suicide it might not have anything to do with them titties you know True. but uh don't get breast implants ladies you're gonna kill yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: not
2: a problem did you know that sexist men prefer large breasts how are they
1: yes buying sexist
2: because they're sexist the findings which show a connection between sexism and men and breast size of 361 white men between ages 18 to 68 years of age shown 3d models of women with a range of breast sizes the men were asked to identify which women they found most attractive following which following which each was given a survey measuring hostility and attitudes towards women in relationships, benevolent sexism, and how much a man objectified a woman. The research found that the largest percentage of men, 32.7%, rated medium-sized breasts most attractive, followed by 24.4%, that uh, then uh, and then very large breasts, 19.1%. The majority of men interested in large to very large breasts admitted to displaying behavioral traits of sexism and hostile attitudes towards women man that's gotta suck
1: bad uh
2: now luckily it's only 361 white men but you know still
3: it it explains a lot all the studies with men they'll be like men uh we we don't give a damn about them let's go out here and and interview the first team we come across
2: i just want to talk to like whenever i approach a woman and i want to be sexist you know the first thing i'm looking at is the titties right i'm like look at those big old titties i think you should make 75 cent on the dollar and they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm saying you have beautiful, large bosom, but I just think you shouldn't be able to vote. What is the problem? I don't understand why I would not make a glove connection. Uh, number seven, bras accelerate sagging. So if you want the titties to stay perky, ladies, you got to let them swing free.
1: I don't think that was made for people that are a 40 double H. They, they don't care. Got
2: so no, See, no. because they did a study over 15 years on women between the ages of 18 and 35 in France, um, who wore bras and found out it's completely useless for women and, uh, may actually cause more harm than good. So, uh, you know, I support this study. As it means more titties will be swinging free, um, walking around.
3: Yeah, that's, that, that's true. Unless you are the woman getting bopped in the chin by your titty nipples, then we gonna have, you know, you're gonna have some issues.
2: Well, look, if women don't wear bras, I promise to pretend like I'm not looking at your breast. How about that? <laughs> Agreed. Then. It's like, I just want breast health and to get free peaks of people's breasts. What is the problem? Now? Um, but yeah, so, uh, bras don't work apparently um men who like small breasts prefer a submissive partner now this blows my mind because i thought big breasts brought out the sexist but then like the small breasts bring out the submissives like i mean the the dominance like how does that work you know what i mean like how could they tell in their study the difference between a guy who wants a submissive partner but isn't sexist, and a person that is sexist. Well,
1: you can want a submissive partner and not be sexist.
2: Of course you can. I want to know what the study was, though. What were the well, questions that determined it?
1: Majority of these studies are like done in somebody's backyard. Oh, uh, uh, they're just
2: like,
1: hey, go well, to this place,
3: find I, dudes. And and since we're talking about breasts, mm-hmm. breasts, and, and this might be kind of personal, but how
1: much do yo Oh, uh, bras called sweetie, because that—that's th- th- a—that's a that a 100 dollars, hundred fifty, like, like. Oh, I just, I just get them at Lane Bryant, or um, I used to really like Regis of Hollywood, but they make bras for women with fake breasts.
5: so ah.
1: that sucks. Victoria's Secrets. When I was like a triple D, they would only go up to like a thirty-two triple D because it's for women with fake breasts. Uh, so, really, Lane Bryant, and um, there's a couple of other places. Uh, if you have super big duties like me, I, I found Linda the Bra Lady, if you're in New York City. They are also online. Mm. And they have really expensive bras, which is why I just went with Lane Bryant. So, I paid $34 for my bras like everybody else.
3: Wow. Well, that's reasonable, because I heard they can get up. Especially try to get across yeah. my heart, because it's I, just...
1: This is a sports bra from Old Navy
3: that was $8, and I wear it like a shirt. <laughs> okay, well, then you good, because it's this one lady, like, I don't know what size her titties was, but they was big, and I believe her bra was made out of iron stones, because I don't care how she moved her titties, like, never wiggled, never jiggled, never floated, never did nothing, so I knew that was a expensive I feel bra. like
2: right now, Loose Dog in the morning, and those guys are gagging at two women talking about boobies in the middle of a show with a dude on it let's talk about do things
3: no we're talking about titties anyway i
2: had morning wood this morning am i right fellas up
3: top Boing, oing, oing. i'm gonna talk about titties oh sorry um uh, you know
2: what i like i like when the bra is too small and i know it's not comfortable but then you get like that extra like cleavage meat where it's just kind of like they smashed up about a so unattractive
1: like
2: like, oh, it's so good. You don't understand.
1: Because, like, I love lingerie. Like, I love, love, love it. Um, if you ever see a cam show, which might be weird, uh, but I do cam shows. If I ever see you, though, I'm always in, like, like, classic 50s kind of inspired lingerie. And they never make the cups big enough for my massive memories. Uh, and they're always, like, spilling out. So now I just kind of, like, try to fold my boob into it.
2: Oh, it's so good, man! like i it's like a muffin, like just all over like a, I, a muffin, muffin, muffin. Top.
1: i I, I just, love it, baby guys like it. that makes me feel a lot better,
2: everybody, dudes love that shit, man, that jiggle and stuff, like that like honestly, man, ladies, if look, even if you have small boobs, right, mhm, go to like the kids' bra section and get some of those bad boys. And smush it up in there, man. That shit is good. Dudes yeah. will be like, look at that. I remember one time Karen went and got some like bras cause they were on sale at Walmart, mm-hmm. but they were in like the little, like the, like kid section. the petite people section or whatever. And, uh, I like the way those things smush up. I'm like, <laughs> like anytime I see one, I'm like, Oh, so we need to do laundry. And it's one of those days. I'll just. Make sure that I uh, hang around the house a little more.
3: Yes, I can't do nothing with them drawers though. But yes, them, them bras. Yes. Did
2: you guys also know a German study found that staring at boobs extends a man's life by five years? I will live forever.
1: How do they possibly do that study? <laughs> I am a
2: Highlander. Me and Donovan McCloud. we the only ones. I think that's his name, Duncan no, McLeod.
1: Duncan. Duncan McLeod. I just rewatched. Ooh. All of Highlander right before yeah. my birthday. I picked that
2: tank up right before you said it, but yes, Duncan and McLeod. Uh, I was thinking Donovan McNabb. Which, uh, in case anybody wants to report that, anyway, uh, Donovan McNabb has been in the news a lot. So, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I will live forever. Uh, no, only way to kill me is to cut off my head so that I can't look at boobs. I'm sorry, but uh, I have superpowers now. All right, we have games to play. All right, got to wrap it up. We talked a long time. But uh I don't know if Najela's ever been on the show and got to play the games with us. So yes, this should be fun.
1: Listen, I've never played. Well, this is your first.
2: I hope you're ready for a little bit.
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. I psyched myself up for this.
2: Now the first game is not for us, it's for the world to play. And that game is called Fucking with black people. So let me play the fucking with black people music because people are still fucking with us. Fucking in with black people. All right, today's contestants are the Washington DC police. Uh, apparently, during the movie The Butler, the police uh, were afraid of something. Who knows? Oh, yeah. But, um, a uh, lady Tiffany Flower says she and her boyfriend, Alan Hansen, were attending a screening of the Lee Daniels film at the Regal Cinema's Majestic Stadium, 20 theaters in Silver Spring, Maryland, Saturday,
3: Okay.
2: when the experience turned sour. She said after they waited in line and having their tickets double validated with the second ticket taker just 10 feet from the first employee to tear the stubs. Gotta love that. Uh, she enhanced an approach to theater entrance, only to find a police officer directing people's movements. Okay. I want like, to sit at the back, sit in the front, Negro. Uh, Flowers told, <laughs> Flowers told the grill the officer her, hurt, herded everyone to the right. Then around the corner, there's another police officer. When we round the corner, there's a third police officer. What the hell's going on here? She said the police who remained inside the theater throughout the show were not in uniform, but dressed in all black with their badges exposed and wearing bulletproof vests that she later learned they were contracted by the Montgomery County Police Department. The department did not have a spokesman available on Sunday. She said the crowd inside the theater was anything but rowdy. I'm 35 years old. Alan is 38. There was, there was not anyone there who would make you think there was, there would be a possible disturbance. Flower said that she was seething over the police presence throughout the film, but did, uh, didn't immediately say anything to theater personnel. You don't want to play the black card, so to speak. You also, you almost don't want to feel what you're feeling, but then everyone around me was talking about feeling racially profiled and saying we don't need cops in order to see an Oprah flick. Ain't that the truth? I turned to a couple next to me. Asked if they were experienced, if they had ever experienced anything like this at the theater. They said no. And the woman was going to speak to management about what she thought was ill treatment. Uh, she tweeted about it at Oprah. Um, so that was cool. She said the almost, uh, the almost entirely black audience watching the film was subjected to watching the film while armed guards faced the audience. Why? Uh, she received more than 400 retweets uh she directed another tweet directly at oprah who stars in the film and says at oprah i went out to support the butler last night at regal movies thought i'd be it'd be cool to extend the on-screen discrimination to the crowd so um yeah fucking with black people y'all and i give this 100 points the very rare 100 100 points points. for fucking with
3: black people yes they took it to the next level the butler supposed to be cleaning and shining your shoes and shit come on yeah.
1: My mom actually saw the butler and then she called me afterwards because um she was angry because I wasn't excited for the movie. And I was like cuz Lee Daniels never ever makes like a good movie that's 100% good. Like I don't have good elements. It's mm-hmm. never like a cohesively good movie. And she called me and then she's like, "Yeah, you're right."
2: Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, um anyway, 100 points for Regal Theaters uh for fucking with black people. Good job, guys. Uh that's a good way to get the get the day started. I feel like
1: that has some extra credit points. Um, um now? I would give them
2: You know what? I'm going to wait. I'm, actually not Regal Theaters. The police I get 100 points. I feel like Regal Theaters also get 75 fucking with black people points. But so we'll just add it up to 175 like police get 100. Yeah armed police officers off duty watching the theater for the butler like i could even kind of see a fruitvale station police like situation where like oh you know negroes are gonna be very upset the butler like is there a twist ending or some shit like i don't i don't don't know. know i don't know anyway um
1: I'm what? happy it beat Kickass two though. I'm kind of happy that movie beat. Oh, really?
2: Oh, oh well. You know what? I, I guess so. It's Black History and shit, but I like and it's Oprah. Actually, might gonna support ass. Oprah. Yeah. I
1: just like the fact that Mark Millar was talking about how his movies would be number one, and it got beat by Oprah.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll
2: I'll t- chalk that up for whatever that's, yeah, that's worth. That's a bad opening weekend. You Although, don't come out against Oprah. I did enjoy me some Kickass two. I but did too. I, I also I, like Kick-Ass one.
1: Movie was way better than the comic
2: you think the movie was better than the comic
1: yes i think the comic did a lot of missteps
2: yeah i think so too i read kick-ass one after watching the movie and i was like "Ooh, thank you hollywood yeah i
1: think both kick-ass and kick-ass 2 they kind of improved on millar's muck
2: yeah thanks for fixing this guys because uh this shit seems horrible um of course our other game we have to play is guess the race That's right. It's time for a Guess the Race. where well, we ask our contestants today, the lovely Najayla Ree, to guess the race of the people involved in different news articles and news clips that we will play for her. The chat room plays along because they are racist um, and they normally have the most racist guesses. Uh, Najayla, are you ready to play some Guess the Race?
1: I'm ready to play. I put on my glasses. I'm ready. I feel smarter. I'm going to
2: go. All right. Here's our first Guess the Race. A corona high school teacher charged with having sex with five teenage boys, sent naked pictures of herself to one student and committed a sex act in the classroom with another student moments after the school concluded. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Now that's a guy who's looking forward to three fifteen, if you know what I'm saying. Come on, guys. Uh summer Michelle Hanson, thirty-one, a special education teacher at since she's special ed? Wait a minute. Oh, I hope the student was was student special ed too. I don't know. Part of me feels like that is, um, if she was having sex with special ed kids, that's worse. Mm -hmm. But then part of me is like, if she wasn't, it's like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You had them right there and you had to go and pull some hierarchy shit. Anyway, um... Centennial High School was charged last weekend with 16 felony counts involving sex acts with five boys younger than 18 within one year. None were students she taught regularly. So I guess they weren't special needs. Um, Riverside County prosecutors allege that from May 2012 to May 2013, Hanson committed sexual acts with teenagers who were as young as 16 in her classrooms in a campus utility room in her vehicle parked near, park near a youth home and at the home of one of the teenagers.
1: Oh, shit, she fucking out with people's houses? Yeah. You're gonna make, like, crazy child rape house calls. (laughs) Ew.
2: Yeah. She was fucking everywhere.
1: That's some boldness.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. In somebody's house? Good grief.
1: And on the street. So I'm going to guess that she is white because she did not fear to random searches by the cops in Uh her car parked randomly.
2: All right, cool. Let's, uh, go right. That was most of the details anyway. The rest is, uh, quotes from other people. Let's go to the chat room and see what they believe. One who would have a dude bro offspring rubs it out with cheat to cheese picks. White. White. Sex with students. White lady. Naughty America candidate. White. Oh. Summer Michelle Hansen. Little sister of one of them niggas you made us listen to earlier. IMAC mouse. White. Naughty America. White. White. Cream cheese aficionado. Bad teacher, white, and dog licker. The correct answer is, is white. So everyone got it. 100%. Off to a good start, guys. You're off to a loving you. 100%, guys. Um All right, let's see if we can find another guest to race. Um, here's one. Norristown, Pennsylvania. The police had warned Lakeisha Briggs... One more altercation at her rented row house here. One more call to 911, and they would force her landlord to evict her. They could do so under the town's nuisance property ordinance, a law intended to protect neighborhoods from seriously disrupt- disruptive households. Officials can invoke the measure and pressure landlords to act if the police have been called to a rental home three times within four months. So she faced a fearful dilemma. Miss Briggs recalled ding, when her- ding,
1: ding. I think she is African
2: american all right all right let's talk about her dilemma a little bit when her volatile boyfriend showed up last summer fresh out of jail uh off a jail stint for their previous fight and demanded to move in
5: oh shit
2: i had no choice but to let him stay said miss briggs 34 years old a certified nursing assistant even though she said in the interview she worried about the safety of her three-year-old daughter as well as her own if i called the police to get him out of my house i get evicted if I physically tried to remove him, someone would call 911 and I'd be evicted. Talk about a law working backwards.
1: I, unfair housing laws usually mm-hmm. affect, uh, the African Americans. So I'm saying she is probably, um, one of us of the African diaspora.
5: All
2: right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe her race is. I mean, it is kind of funny that calling the police can get you kicked out of a house. That is weird um the same color as rick ross's under titty
3: oh my
2: i'm black y'all i'm black y'all i'm blickety black uh watermelon eating fake nail and wearing black Ooh, she's black one who owns one who calls 911 because she ran out of malt liquor (laughs) malt liquor drinking fried chicken eating i pat my weave when i when it itches hood booger blasian three hey. that feels like a stretch by the way um but okay
1: i feel like this blazing is kind of a slur for me
2: three six country crunchy three six crunchy black she ain't talking about my baby daddy black hoochie voice. black um moon cricket lawn jockey black like Kanye skinhead kool-aid technician walk in the bank like what up i got a big glock thrift shop uh section eight shoe sign and hood nurse assistant black correct answer is Black. Black. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody got it wrong. Uh, is Blazing wrong? We going wrong with that, Karen? That's up to you. All right. I feel
5: like I was
1: just
2: stop trolling the jailer. I know that's what you were doing, and we're here to play a I serious like game. To say
1: that my reasons for picking their races are totally not racist.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course, no one's is. Um. Uh. Let's talk about this uh, next article. Um. Re- actually, it's time for bonus round. So this is double the right
3: ra- racism. Oh, we get double the double bonus. the points. So.
2: That's right. Double the race. Double the points. How you feeling so far, today? you getting nervous about going into the bonus round?
1: No, I think I'm two for
2: two. So. All I'm- right let's see how you do the bonus round rebecca seitz thursday began like her sight. wait rebecca seitz's thursday began like any other lazy summer morning as she and her children sleepily ate their breakfast while watching good morning america's cheerful programming but the day took an unexpected turn for the explicit when a television advertisements featuring a steamy sex scene streamed through her living room the good morning america segment went to commercial The Naples, Florida, oh, Florida. The Naples, Florida mother wrote on her blog and then wham! Confusion, disbelief. Did that just flash on my TV screen in front of eight year old Andy? That's what she
3: said. You know, Andy loves Good Morning America, Karen. Had to snap. How dare he! You think that baby gives two right ass about Good Morning America? He just seeing this for the first time. Andy hates Sesame Street. He loves Good Morning America. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm.
2: The ad in question was the new for the new ABC drama Betrayal, It featured a pair of naked-looking actors engaging in some pretty adult behavior. <laughs> Let's just say finger banging. I hope it was good. Sice was infuriated by the scene, especially given the time slider which it aired. This wasn't primetime. This is a commercial about a primetime show airing while we all enjoy cornflakes and coffee and wish our kiddos a good morning.
3: Uh, who gives a fuck from from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.? This is what you're watching if you're watching the soaps.
2: I feel like any person that calls their kids kiddos is a douche. Just going to put it out there. <laughs> Uh My kids saw that, not because I took him to a movie wholly inappropriate for his age, not because I quit parenting and just told him to turn on TV at 10 p.m. or, or watch whatever. The blog post quickly went viral, and she was featured on Fox News Radio, uh uh top host Todd Starnes' Facebook page, an interview by Glenn Beck and conservative site The Blaze. I cannot ever be okay with naked people having sex in the middle of Good Morning America. Sex is a beautiful, exquisite gift between two people who are married. Guess the race.
1: White.
2: White. All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Uh, this is gonna be a tough one. Let's see. Flat booty. One whose ass is so, yeah. so flat she can shit standing up and not hit any skin. Honky Dore White. Religious indignation, no one does it better than a white lady. A oh, righteous indignation. White because black people don't feed the kids, go to the corner store or watch Good Morning America. And probably the mother is review is review about her amateur video she was in the night before. Okay. Um might want to take some of those words out next time. Black parents make you get your own cereal. She white. Stay <laughs> That's true. That is true. Stay at home mom. Stay on cereal boy. Every once in a while we hit a stereotype that I'm like, oh, damn. uh damn. Ah, we do get our own cereal. I thought everyone did. Stay at home mom um, with stereo lane gardener banging white. White housewife trying to hide her love of Mandinkos. And that fandango. <laughs> Glenn Beck <laughs> called me white, Nord. White enough to go on Glenn Blake's show, bacon, soda, cream cheese, a mayo lover, paste, uh, horse jack offer.
6: <laughs>
0: what? what? Oh, my. <laughs> That's
2: jack a brand new one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Get mad at sexually, but let her kids play Call of Duty. Miracle. Whiter than the semen at a Mandingo party. P-Word. The correct answer is... is. White. You guys all got it right. Good job for everyone. But
5: Glenn Beck was,
1: like, Say that again to Jayla. Glenn Beck was kind of a big tell. I feel like Glenn Beck wouldn't like converse with black people on any level unless he absolutely had to.
2: Yeah, well, you know, that's a good point. Um, you're absolutely right. All right. Last guest the race uh, story. Venice, Florida. Oh, Florida. Why, wow. Jesus. Police say they've caught the flasher who exposed himself to young girls on the Venice Beach. The man who was arrested Saturday, I mean was arrested Saturday. He surrendered when confronted by police who were prepared to use a taser if he did not comply. The mystery man was caught in an act following himself by a young 24-year-old Venice native who was at the beach with her friend. The two were sunbathing Monday afternoon close to the beach's hotspot, spot, Sharkies.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The young man's, the young woman snapped a picture on her cell phone, which could now be the most important piece of evidence in this case. Yo, shout out to her for the fortitude to know to snap that picture. You know what I mean? Like the wherewithal to just be like, this could be evidence instead of being like, Oh no, it's gross. And running off. And then the guy gets away with it because there's no evidence. True. You know, like that was really, what you did after you want to. Cheech. Yeah. Like what really smart woman. Um, the man's hand is seen in his private area. He's naked. The picture is excellent quality. <laughs> I guess this this guy was judging off the uh, you know basics. Also, the a tab- lighting
3: was excellent in it. Yeah, it was. Well, very-
1: cell phones now are like ten megapixels, so yeah. we're coming up in the world.
2: You think she asked in to pose? Uh, smile, please. Also, a tattoo can be seen on the man's arm, which could be the key to identifying him. Oh I was, shit, she got a good picture in. I was so scared, the victim told 10 News. I was, it was disgusting. I couldn't watch, but I wanted to keep an eye on him, sort of. I didn't know what he was going to do next. Um, the flash is bold. He's just a few feet away from the young woman and her friend when he decided, he began masturbating, making eye contact with them.
1: Oh shit. Making eye contact creepiest.
2: He seemed to be excited to be enjoying it, the victim told Ted News. Shockies
3: sound like the beginning of like a 1980s movie or something. Shockies.
2: Yeah, it's like Porky's, but yes. at the beach. <laughs> yes. It all began when he dropped the ladies a letter on notebook paper as he passed their blanket. <gasps> he said, hey, and kept walking. <laughs> the hey note. You. The note offered the women $200 if he could kiss their bottoms.
3: Oh
2: he said he'd give each of them a hundred if they complied and told them to wave if they wanted to seal the deal. Uh they said he waved the money in front of them as he packed paced back and forth waiting for their response, but they kept their heads on their bleach blanket and put the sunglasses on as they took the cell phone picture and down 911. The flasher, so the flasher eventually walked away. Uh this isn't the first time this kinky crime has been committed by the Venice Flasher. Cops say he's been busy exposing and following himself in at least five other locations in the last week alone.
3: Oh, shit. The summertime bring the dicks out, don't it? I
2: guess so. It's the summertime and the dicks are out. Um, <laughs> Chief Tom McNulty has been with the Venice Police Department for nearly three decades, worked for years. The sex crime detective says we can't think like they can. He completely exposed himself and was masturbating. They take pleasure in people watching them. and sexually gratifies them. Sickos. All right, Najayla.
1: Charge for that.
2: Yeah, you know? That if you want
1: people to watch you jack off, like, you can charge. Like, Go on
2: cam. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: I think the he problem is. Of it. The problem is, this dude is picky, and he only wants people to jack off to him that he would like to kiss their bottoms. And that's just not fair, okay, sir? And he won't look them in the eyes directly. hmm.
1: You could cam to cam on Streaming.
2: Maybe that's what he needs. He's like, and now I want to kiss your bottle. But uh, guess the race.
1: Oh, this is a hard one. No Mm -hmm. pun intended. Uh, hmm, Flashers could be anybody. Everybody. I've seen like all races of men masturbate on the train. Huh. But it's in Venice. So. I'm just gonna say white based on the demographics
2: of florida all right let's check the chat room see what race they believe he is a cheesy to made in the devil's image pedo who teaches crickets part music part-time while <laughs> while hating on the unemployed malt liquor drinking black guy who tips oh <laughs> cloud colored chest the molester the dude from the jump him he can't come on all of us Chappelle joke white five times in a week white So ch- subject of an after school special and serious facts of life episode oh <laughs> dude bro podcast host by night flashing by day white one who would get their dicks slapped with a metal ruler white shout out to jess and josh white luke dog in the morning white uh he prob- probably needed sunscreen white broke the devil's mode, fucks swiss cheese holes because dog's mouth isn't available white
0: Oh, black. Oh my
2: God. Sparta says black. Paying to do something privileged pervert. Blanco needs to roll a twenty sided die to jerk off white. A Jesus Christ. A creepy pedo. over <laughs> I'm down with the D and d
1: am. I am black.
2: Uh, I like that. Angela is still trying to fight the stereotypes <laughs> as we play a game about stereotypes.
1: That's great. That's great.
2: <laughs> she's like I'm fighting this battle to the end I played some D&D and I like me some cheese too so y'all gonna stop I, like
1: cheese. I actually really hate
2: cheese okay. <laughs> she was letting that one go uh, What well, the correct answer is guys it was a white dude and Sparger I like the way you play the game you went black because you knew you would win if you got black and no one else guessed it but you were wrong so
1: Nice guess. I feel like I should be congratulated for that.
2: You are one hundred percent, you know. Hundred uh, percent. Sometimes we have guests that come on and go one hundred percent. the key is can you do it multiple times when we have you back, man? And we definitely wanna have you back. I'm gonna
1: do it. I'm gonna like read up on my stereotypes and <laughs> I'll still weep and not repeat them because it makes me feel icky inside. <laughs> it's the
2: worst game, but it is the <laughs> best game. Because everyone who's ever watched the news has played this game alone of and course. felt horrible. So I
1: mean, it, like, it's really weird because uh, one person asked me like, "What's it like to be mixed?" And I always tell them on the news when they're describing something horrible happening, you hope that it's not two groups of people. <laughs> and so
2: right you now you're now playing for two teams that can exactly. only lose like, don't
1: be black don't be asian don't be black ah oh, you're black or oh you're asian right
2: you're like son of a bitch um there's
1: like a spree killing i know there's like a 50 50 chance these days
2: the numbers <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, don't win up over the years like please don't happen to the college please don't happen. oh
1: shit it could be an Asian guy. um
2: mm-hmm. speaking of stopping spree killers mm-hmm. ogden police have used a stun gun to stop a road rager with a sword thank you ogden police department we have to get these people and their swords off of the fucking streets it's insane what the people do people put their lives in the hands of these sword wielders all the time and you don't even know it you're just driving down the street got cut you off on the road you're like hey asshole you cut me off next thing you know he's jumping out with a fucking sword like whoa when do we get to this uh jesus guerrero 42 i don't appreciate that <laughs> so apparently uh yeah he cut somebody off and he uh pulled uh he said a victim reported to the police that the suspect attempted to stab him with a sword after breaking out the back window of his car because i watched bleach fuck you man fuck you and your sword <laughs> Uh, Con- that's the truth. Conley said, responding officers saw the suspect headed northbound after the pursuit. Uh, his car crashed into a chain link fence. He got out the car, approached the officers in a threatening manner and the police subdued him with a stun gun, the official weapon of the blackout tips. Uh, Guerrero face faces charges of attempted or aggravated assault, criminal mischief and disorderly conduct and various traffic offenses. Um, and I don't say possession of a weapon in here, which is bullshit, man. A sword is a fucking sword. weapon. Yeah,
5: it's, a, it's a real
1: dilly type of weapon. Also, I'm kind of surprised that he lived.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Arrow, that sounds, you that know, sounds pretty not beige.
2: That is the reason that uh, the, the, the taser is the official weapon of the blackout tips is because even if someone does die by taser, which happens sometimes... It, it's like they were definitely gonna die by a bullet.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, would you rather get shocked at a not, hot
2: bullet? It's not as bad as a bullet, and you can put people down without having to kill them all the time. But man, I, I don't know. I would have had to reach for my gun on this one. I'm sorry. I like to get these kind of a scum off the streets
1: and <laughs> so
2: never strike again. Um,
1: <laughs> that just seems like a weird happenstance. You're driving, and then. Um, A Latino gentleman jumps out of his vehicle with a sword. Right. That is a good story to tell at a dinner party.
2: If you live. Um the jailer. Yes. Thank you for doing the show. Um, I so
1: much fun. You guys are awesome. Thank you, yeah,
2: man. We definitely,
6: definitely gotta,
1: gotta have
2: you back. Yes. Um, she has a GoFundMe site. We're gonna have it in the show notes. It'll be on the com. Oh um,
1: yes. I am trying to raise money to speak at CatalystCon and the Woodhall Sexual Freedom Summit. I am doing two seminars uh that are basically Sex positive and body positive, um, that hopefully will teach a lot of people how to get in touch with their sexuality at any size.
2: Well, I'm positive about having sex with bodies. I, I can get behind that. <laughs> um, make sure you check out our website, blazingbitch.com. Remember, that's bitch with a Y in it. Um, and also these, all these links will be up. And then, of course, Twib After Dark on iTunes and, uh, We Nerd Hard. Um, check We're those out.
1: On August 25th. Yo, um, the- um, Twib went on this crazy hiatus that wasn't really a hiatus, and it was a hiatus. And then Elon was like, "I'm gonna redo a studio because I'm Elon." <laughs> now, well, it's not waste. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." So every uh, we come back on August 25th with um, a whole bunch of stuff about dicks and dildos, sex and humping.
2: All right, I can't wait to hear it, man. You and Feminist Jones make a good team, and y'all do. Elon James clutching his pearls makes a great third edition. So yes, he does. Love
1: him it's, as a third Aaron. wheel. Elon's not there, and it's Aaron because, like, Aaron, I he's love more him. laid back. He, like, I can tell that he's kind of he's like a little horrified, but not really. Yeah. So he just lets us do our crazy thing, but then you're not gonna, gonna get like the same
3: response out of Aaron. <laughs> it's,
1: I feel good when I get a guffaw out of Aaron. Yeah. Like yes, over- cause yeah. you know,
3: you know, you reached a spe- very special
2: level, ma'am. And, uh, also check out vibrant-vibes.com. That's her store. Um, go treat your genitals, guys.
1: And my site and all of my sex positive crazy ways.
2: Yep. Do that. And follow her on Twitter at blazing Bitch. Um, of course, you already know how to contact the for our show. Uh, com and adamandeve.com. Use the code TBGWT. Get all your discounts. And uh, lifetime guarantees and all that great stuff, man. We thank you for listening to the show, everybody. We'll mm-hmm. be back tomorrow at 5. Uh Until tomorrow, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.